Hey, I'm Nashi. I'm Rizlar. And I'm Frosty. Welcome back to the Value Pack. Hold on, I have to gear, I have to gear check Nash right now. Alright, that is a full job. Dude, he CC'd me out of dance. What's happening? Oh, Rizlar! People look at you like you're crazy, and they refuse to admit <laughs> that it's pay to win, and just scream that it's pay to convenience! It's pay to convenience! Big money, big money, big money, big, big money. money! Oh shit, we got it! We fucking got it! And welcome everybody to another episode of The Value Pack. Uh, we have uh, we have BDO on the screen today. I checked on in on Frosty's stream. He is in fact showing BDO on the screen. So Lost Ark is officially dead, I think is the conclusion that we can reach. Is that true, Frosty? Yes, the player base is dwindling. They went from a peak of 1.3 mil to now only averaging a mil, and it's pretty shit. So, do they hold on? Are you have you checked recently? I'm I, actually curious. Of course, I Lost have. Man. I find it very charts. interesting. I, they hover between 800,000 and like one mil around peak times, which I think is yeah. reasonable, right? Because obviously, more people are going to yeah. try it than are going to play. Especially since uh, Elden Elden Ring also yeah. came out. Yeah, plus Elden Ring came out. Yeah, Elden Ring yeah, is yeah. Incredibly popular. That's very true. Very, very true. Yeah, you're right. So it's uh, currently sitting at 900,000 players, essentially. Um, and then all-time peak 1.3. So I still look that's, at this. That's good. The thing that blows me away about this every single time is that Counter-Strike is still that high. You're right. <laughs> Dude, I, this morning Counter-Strike was at like 910,000 or something like that. It, it's just like... What is happening with Counter-Strike? Who's playing Counter-Strike in 2022? Just, Who are you? I don't know. It blows my mind because it's kind of like... I don't know a single person that plays Counter-Strike in my life, online, anything. I think... You know what's crazier to me than Counter-Strike, honestly, though? PUBG. Yeah, PUBG like, has a like, lot of people. Actually, actually, who is playing PUBG right now? Yeah. That's so crazy to me. More people than Apex and Destiny 2 and Grand Theft Auto 5 on Steam. I, that's so crazy to me. That's ridiculous. More Jesus people Christ. are still playing PUBG right now than Destiny 2 and Grand Theft Auto 5 combined. Yeah, that's nuts. Like, why? Just why? That's so strange. My god. Alright, uh... Where are we? Oh, intro. That's right. That's what we're doing. Uh, <laughs> uh, kind of a long show today, it looks like anyway, judging from uh, the list of things we got to get to. A lot of BDO stuff, some Lost Ark things as well. Um, but obviously, before we get to any of that, we got to thank our patrons, Garmoth.com, Hawaiian, Jeremy Johnson, Melt On Your Mouth, Minaria, Slytech, Talisek, Septum, Thanks, and WaveZ. Appreciate you guys. Everybody else who supports us on Patreon and on our uh, Twitch channels, which you can find in the description down below. Uh, okay, video news first. Uh, Winter Region has been announced, kind of. Um, I, they don't have a, they haven't exactly said, right? They just said that it's coming. They, it's so weird. They said April 2022. Yeah. Which is so weird that they didn't put a date, because it's like, all it really tells me is that they actually don't know. They, th they feel pretty confident the translations will be done in April. They just don't know when in April. I just, I need to. Why did you delete the Beast Stars? <laughs> well, so I could see the list. I could see the list. It was just so I could see the list more clearly. That was all. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, 
no one don't worry about Transformers Beast Wars. Um Okay, so April 2022 winter region. Is this too late? Is this acceptable? Are you all right with this? Is coming out 4 months after KR gets it a reasonable time frame or should it be What are you what are your guys feelings on that? 4 months after KR gets it. I mean, I think it's faster than any other region release, right? Or wait, how mm-hmm. How quickly did we get Odalita? Odalita was still about 7-8 months. Was it really? Yeah, I because think they be the got it in March. I th- I believe they got it at the beginning of March or end of February, and we had it in October. Yeah. So I, I, I think, obviously, global release is how I think everybody wants it to be done, right? You release it in all regions at the same time, because, like we've said before on the show, I think, Frosty, you went on a big rant about it uh, a couple months ago. The fact that other regions get it first and they get to like explore it and like find all the like cool things and just appreciate it, and then we get it months later, almost like it's leftovers. It kind of sucks. Um, that being said, you know they are getting it to us quicker than they have other regions that didn't have global releases. Also, so I don't know. It's it's. It's fine, but also, like, why can't we just do global releases, man? Yeah. Ashley? Uh, yeah, basically, same kind of thing. Like, it's... We already know everything, as was mentioned in your chat. You know, like, it's there's not really anything new now, even when we get into it. So, that element of it kind of sucks. Like when I played Lost, when I'm playing Lost Ark, I didn't research basically anything other than what class I was interested in playing, and that was it. As far as the game is concerned, I didn't really research anything um, early on, and made it for you know very interesting run through experience. So that kind of element of it is going to be lost on us every time we are getting something like four plus months out away from when it was released in KR. So. I mean, yeah. there's going to be people out there that obviously they just want to burn through the content so they can get the best stuff and move on and do whatever the hell they want to do, and that's fine. But uh, there's definitely a lot of players out there that would be interested in experiencing it for the first time without knowing anything about it. You could arguably say, well, then just don't look up anything. Just true, but you know, your guildies and whatnot are obviously going to talk about some stuff, and sometimes it's unavoidable. You're going to find out info about it. Yeah, I um I still think while it's super fast relative to what they've done in the past, I I still find it completely unacceptable <laughs> to be honest. It it tilts me. <clears throat> um the the excitement for Winter Region and everything we saw just kind of dies over time. Mhm. Yeah, I mean honestly, it's probably the least hype region at least from my point of view, like how I see it, like it just, it doesn't, we've waited so long for a snow region and whatnot. And I'm not even like interested in it anymore. Yeah. And and it's, it's for various reasons. Right. Um, but I, I think the, I think the, the, the most concerning thing is that I've heard, I don't know if this is absolutely true or not, but like Nashi said, you hear guildies talk about and stuff. I've heard guildies say that, Koreans aren't even 
going there anymore. Like, they go there, they get the shit for the helmet, and then they go back to orcs. So, like, that's really depressing. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, good. So it's more, like, useless grind spots that nobody's ever going to go to. Neat. Like, <laughs> fuck, man. Um, yeah. I mean, that, although that's kind of a, I, I still am, like, don't understand why orcs won't get nerfed when it's literally, like, just so far and away the best spot in the game because you I, I would imagine the winter regions I don't know how good or bad they are but I imagine it's fairly easy to get them to Secrea or a Star's End or what Gypen's going to be post nerf level like somewhere around there but like I don't know if it doesn't compete with orcs there's no point in being there right you just go there get your helmet and go home um that's more of like a balancing issue than like oh the content isn't fun necessarily i i maybe it will be cool i i do think some of the stuff in there is pretty unique maybe the rewards aren't good enough and hopefully that changes and they nerf orcs but um the thing is is like why it, when you don't release something like that long after is just ugh, i don't know man it, it just everything about exploring it things that are new the optimal way to do it like it's all like just decided for you already it's like i don't know everything's already decided for you it's it's just weird yeah um someone no, is asking i don't get the logic why nerf works when you can slightly buff every other spot i mean that's exactly it right because every other spot makes good money i mean i i, I grind probably 10 percent of my time at orcs 90 percent of my time at sacrea stars end or just various spots and I mean, you can save up a hundred bill in a month everywhere. So why, why do you have to do it in 20 days at orcs? Like it's so much easier to orcs can still be the best. It just doesn't need to be 40% better than everywhere else. And all the other spots are, are relatively balanced compared to each other. It's literally just orcs is like an outlier. So it's a lot easier to bring orcs down a little bit. And also orcs being a non item generating part of the game is also detrimental in its own way um it yeah. makes everything really expensive and it also nerfs all the other grind spots that's all i'm saying it's not it's not that i don't want orcs to be good money i still think it it being the best is fine but one of the problems i have and I, i've seen choice complain about this a lot too and uh my friend dalen and a bunch of other people and uh blonde bear as well orcs has no <clears throat> like prerequisites you just go there with very little gear and you're making the best money in the game and then you go to like Gyphon where you could die and now they're nerfing that or you go to Olun's where it's like you got to set up a party group up and you have a chance to die and lose crystals is like all these places are worse than orcs but like relative to the other spots they're all pretty good so it's just like orcs is this outlier that's just like unhealthy um and doesn't keep people spread out and it's just I don't know it, it's also I don't think people that many people enjoy orcs partly because the atmosphere partly because the lights partly because the feeling of when you don't have a weapon it just feels bad i mean there's like a, a lot of things i think in small doses people love orcs but being forced to be there a hundred percent of the time with that green awful filter and just the amount of people that are waiting in line like i go to a grind spot at orcs this is so two days ago I went to, I, I ran over to orcs. This is, uh, lost orcs out. 
Path of Exiles uh, expansions out. All these games are out, right? All these new games. Elden Ring's about to come out, and BDO is like in a content lull. And I go to Orcs, and there's fucking five people waiting at one and two, and four people at at rotation twelve. Like why? And they're all just like waiting for each other. It's so dumb. It, it's so dumb. And then every other grind spot is like just completely empty and free. I, I don't know. So yeah, that that's why. That's that logic. But back to the winter region stuff. Um, yeah, it's I that part of it is more of like a balancing issue. The content, I don't know if it's fun or not. It it looks pretty cool, but it also is like that spark is uh it's kind of gone. I don't know. It's a little bit gone for me because I, I've I've seen like all the grind spots, I've watched videos on the grind spots and like how it looks, how it works. Um so it does feel a little bit like I'm gonna get the winter region, go through the quest line, finish that in a it's couple DOA hours. After that, yeah, finish that in a couple hours, and then get my helmet, however long that takes. And then, I mean, why wouldn't I just go right back to orcs, right? It's uh, true. a little bit sad. Very true, but it's yeah, just just DOA, you know, it's dead content already. Like after after you get all the stuff you need from it. You're done with it. Um, I have seen, like, I, I saw some other people in chat saying stuff like, uh, like Final Fantasy 14 can do it, and they have like voiceovers, and and like WoW has done it. And I know for a long time the excuse is like, well, BDO is a small game. This is like early days, small game, and this is their first time with publishers and all that. But it's like. Dude, we are in our our six-year anniversary. Not BDOs. We are in the NAEU six-year anniversary right now. And Pearl Abyss has a huge staff. And they have a lot of money. And these things should all come out at the exact same time. Translating should be part of the development process for making these regions. So you can release it to everybody at the same time. And everyone is hyped and excited for it all at the same time. Just well, you know period. why they, you know why they don't do that. No, I don't know why. Korea's the test. Korea's the test <laughs> round, man. It doesn't. Fine. That's why they get stuff one week before us. But why do they have it four months before us? It's just well, dumb. It's just dumb. Indie company things, man. It's a low budget company. <laughs> that's true. Um, so that's coming in April. I mean, it is like. I do want to play it and try it out, but it's just a little bit of that spark is gone. That should still be there. Um, March 2nd, Lightstones and Artifacts are coming out. That I actually am kind of excited for because I'm really, really curious how people feel in terms of tankiness and not tankiness because I do think a majority of players are going to be running the defensive stats. So I'm, I'm curious how that's going to feel. I also... Uh, as a PSA, save your save your dark rifts now. If you haven't already, start saving them up because um, they can drop some of that stuff when it comes out on Wednesday. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for the artifacts just because I actually really like the idea of like going around different places in the world and collecting these items. Like I want a bunch of different sets, so that part is actually really cool. Um, but. I don't know. What about you guys? Are you guys feeling the uh, artifacts? I think it'll just add another layer um, that's, you know, a little 
just impact offensive defensive builds. It's just I don't think it's going to be anything super impactful overall. Like it's nothing like super exciting and hyped up. It's just that kind of seemed like they just I don't know ran out of ideas and just said eh, screw it. We'll just add another thing in here. See, I, I like the. I think the light stones are well put together. I actually think they're pretty cool. Um, I mean, I think it adds a level of customization that's pretty cool. I just think that they need a little bit more variety and to not make the certain ones so much worse. Um, but there's so many variations, and the stats are pretty significant. So it'll be cool to see over time what ends up trending out. So I know yeah. at, at least in NA, maybe E is different. This server loves AP and accuracy, so it would be kind of... I, I want to see if people end up going full offensive versus uh, defensive stats. Rez, are you excited for light stones or artifacts? Like catching Pokemon? Not really. Why not? Uh, I don't know. It's... Uh... It's another thing that I have to work on now. But you get to work on it in a lot of different places. You don't have to go to the places you hate, necessarily. Eh, yeah. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I yeah, this is we'll we'll get to more of this later whenever it's time for me to shit on BDO, but I, I really I really hate that I, I'm forced to do content I don't want to do to do content that I do want to do. It's really absurd. Yeah. Um. All right, so that's coming Tuesday. I mean, we know everything about it. Well, that's coming Wednesday. We've seen lightstones and artifacts. What does he want to do? I don't know. Maybe. Do you want to get into it now? Oh, we can if you want. Yeah, get into it now. What? What? What is it about BDO? You? You? How did you set up the premise? Okay, so I. Playing Lost Ark, right, and mm -hmm. then comparing Lost Ark to BDO, I came to the realization of a couple different things. First of all, these two games, in how they are created, are almost the inverse of one another. And what I mean by that is that Lost Ark feels like a game that does almost nothing uh, unique or new, or like innovative, or anything of the sort. However, almost everything in Lost Ark is very, very, very well done. Well polished. Not everything. There's still some things here and there, but like, it's just a really well-made game. Um, even if it is kind of just KR Diablo clone, it's just really well-made. Um... It's really well thought out. They they obviously put a lot of thought into how they want to design the systems and things of that nature. Um, I don't know. It, but it doesn't do anything very... I don't know. Again, like I, I, I want to say like innovative and things of that nature. It's just very kind of like down the line, um, which is fine. Uh, there's not a problem with that necessarily. I think that's part of why it has such mainstream appeal is because it is very like familiar. Um, BDO is almost the exact opposite of that. BDO feels, I, I've said for years now, if you've listened to the podcast, I'm certain you've heard me say this before. Uh, BDO is the epitome of like really amazing ideas and then absolute dog shit implementation. 
and this is true almost every step of the way. Uh, the, the, it's just, it has really good ideas, really good concepts. It, uh, the combat in video is fantastic. The, some of the dungeons and things of that na uh, nature. I don't know. It's just, uh, they do things really, really well in concept, but then whenever it comes time to implement it, they tend to fall short in a lot of areas, I think. Um... So, I don't know. They're kind of like the inverse of each other. And so, to me, I, I got to see and compare the two in playing Lost Ark. And one of the things that started bugging me the most the more I played Lost Ark is that uh, Lost Ark devs do not like PvP. They have pretty explicitly stated that this isn't really a PvP game. Um, which sucks, uh, for somebody who likes to PVP because, you know, I'd like to be able to, you know, progress in some way making or uh, doing PVP, obviously, but at the very least, what the Lost Ark devs didn't do is require you to do content you don't want to do to do content you do want to do. And that's exactly what BDO does. BDO says, if you want to PvP in this game, you have to participate in content that you don't want to participate in. And to me, that is like the biggest like misstep that I think you could possibly make in a video game, right? In 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 Lost Ark, the 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 PvP content is completely separated from literally everything else. And that's that's both good and bad. But I don't know. It's it's just uh it really sucks that like I all I want to do in BDO is Node War. That's really the only content that I care about. Uh but in order to stay competitive in Node Wars I have to go out there and like grind like hours and hours and hours to get like relevant gear and shit. Um, All right, so in let... Lost Ark, if I want to do a arena, I can just queue up. I, I log in, queue up, do an arena, have some fun, and then that's it. There's no, I don't know. You see so, what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Let me let me give you some uh, pushback from the chat. So okay, in BDO. One, uh, they point out it's relatively if you just want a PvP, it's relatively easy to just get to the caps in the game, siege and node war now because they're so low. Uh, being one, <laughs> so you could address that in a sec. And two, in Lost Ark, all of them, like I, I saw, like five, six people say, I don't want to quest or do dailies, but I have to to gear up so I could do my dungeons and stuff. So it definitely forces you to do content you don't want to do in order to do content you do want to do. Hmm. That's a good point. See, I'm coming in at, a, at the, as the perspective of a PVP -er, right? So for me, I can queue up for arenas at any point, but if you're someone who likes raids and dungeons, then yeah, I, I would agree with you at that point then that, and that sucks. Right. And isn't that a shit feeling, right? Let's find some common ground here. People that want to do dungeons and raids in Lost Ark. Isn't that a shit feeling that you have to spam G for 20 hours in order to do raids and shit? That's exactly how I feel doing PvP and BDO. And people are like, oh, well, it's easy to hit the caps in BDO. That's not the point. That doesn't address anything. <laughs> the point is that I am forced to do content that I don't want to do 
in order to fucking like that's like me saying like oh it's easy to 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 press g through the questing in lost ark why are you complaining it's so easy to just sit there and press g the whole time like it's 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 silly it the point is that you shouldn't be forced to do content to participate in other content whether that's pvp content in bdo or like raids and shit in in lost ark is it fair to say that in Lost Ark's case, it's the quest line and whatnot is fairly long um, initially to hit 50 and whatnot? Um, you can get it done. I think the fastest you can get it done realistically, if you just focus on the the story quests, is was it like 12 hours, Frosty? Something like that, maybe? To get through the main story? Yeah, or all of just the so story? you can get to, like, the PvP. No, just to get to, like, Oh, to PvP. get to PvP? If you want to be able you to just... You only hit 26, I think, Yeah, if, right? you, if you want to PvP, it takes about 90 minutes. Okay, well, yeah. then, yeah. So, honestly, you could look at that and consider that, like, you know, a tutorial. Like, really. 90 minutes, it's not yeah. very long. Um, comparatively, to kind of go along with the resource point, um, you know, BDO... You kind of want to like if you want to open world PvP, you definitely need to have some gear and whatnot uh, in order to compete, and that depends on who you're trying to compete with. Um, there's just some players you're just not going to compete with. Period. If you just want to PvP in general, you can always do that in the you know the arena, the battle arena, which all you have to do is basically create an account and then you can create a uh, trial character, um, which then you're going to be at the quote unquote their iteration of soft cap which is you know with the reworks and whatnot the damage is decent um you ain't gonna survive against higher geared players and like uh battle um red battlefield but at least in you know battle arena there's fair number of players that are using trial characters so you can enjoy the pvp in that regard it just depends on what level of pvp and whatnot you're you're referring to and then, of course, Frosty mentioned the cap PvP for like Siege and Node Wars and stuff like that. So there's various different forms that BDO originally didn't have that they have been trying to, you know, yeah, kind of accommodate, I guess. So, um, but I would say it takes longer for BDO to get to a point where you can kind of do a lot of the content comparatively to Lost Art. So Choice points out. Um, that it sounds more like Reslar wants something like Tekken, where you just log in, PvP, and log out, and that you're not really into MMOs, because that is at its core kind yeah. of the design of MMOs, like gear progression. Yeah. yeah that's, but That's what it sounds like, too. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is that if you were going to have content that people may want to do locked behind some sort of wall, Right, so this is BDO. If you want to node war, you have to basically unlock node wars by progressing your gear. Why is there not a way to unlock that, like unlock that content via that content? Right. So in Lost Ark, Lost Ark, the PvP is isolated because it's all gear capped. Right, it's all gear matched. That's what makes Lost Ark uh, unique in comparison to BDO PvP. Right. So in, in Lost Ark, you, you spam G for 60 to 90 minutes, and then you can PvP as much as you want, and there's there's no uh, like grind for gear or anything like that. In, in Black Desert Online, you basically have to unlock the ability to PvP by gearing up. 
How do you how do you unlock that? Do you spam G for 60 to 90 minutes? No. You have to go grind for hours upon hours upon hours on end at certain locations. You have to follow guides, all kinds of weird shit like that. And you can't do it via PVP. And that's the that's the main annoyance for me. Is is there an MMO out there where you could just log in, start off PVPing to like get to like node war type PVP? I don't know, I I couldn't say. I my experience with MMOs is fairly limited. I've played only four of them. So, I am not sure I'm not the person to answer that question. Yeah. Um I mean, to choice's point, it does I, I mean it, it's a PV it's a MMO. You I mean, know, it they, sounds really There's aspects there are aspects of it that you literally you have to go through the progression cycle. It's just well, how it's designed. That's an MMO's. But what? Uh, but no, 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 why? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I think that <laughs> I'm gonna at the, fucking lose my shit. I think at the end of the day, Reslar kind of wants what a lot of people have been asking for. Like we just want arenas, <laughs> like gear capped arenas. As gear capped as arenas is. and or progression through PvP, right? Because so Lost Ark kind of solves this problem by having gear matched arenas, right? Which that is a way to solve the problem. Your gear has no effect on PvP, so there's gear matched arenas, so you can PvP almost instantly because you don't have to progress to PvP. That's one way to solve the problem. Another way to solve the problem is just progressing through PvP, right? Why yeah. why is PvP not allowed? to progress it makes no sense to me it's just as valid of a content for a player base as spamming g as life skilling as running in circles for 20 hours and 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 and, and it's infuriating that it's treated by pearl abyss as like this evil evil thing that we have to relegate only to like this one specific thing that doesn't make money it's ridiculous. So one of those two things could be fine ways of solving the problem. I think they should implement both of them, but it's just infuriating. Yeah. Um. And I'm not disagreeing with you, Rosal. I'm just, I'm just saying like the the standard formula of what an MMO was is always about like your character development through story and stuff like that and progression. No, and I. And I, yeah, absolutely I, I agree. That. I agree that PvP should be incentivized, um, you know, and allow for progressing you through the game. Trust me, I'm right there with you. I hate fucking going in circles. Um, it's not my idea of a good time. Like <laughs> looking at fucking, uh, you know, how much money I'm making, and I have to base it on how many hours I spend to the game. Now, given that's just how it is, you know, like. It's what I've been dealing with, but, uh, you know, I'd be up for, you know, PVP being a way to, you know, progress through the game too. It's just like, how do you, how do you do that in a fair way that doesn't like basically make the PVE side of thing where people do enjoy that aspect pointless. That's um, never been a problem. That's literally not once has that ever been a problem. Not once. Well, I mean, I can give you an example where it could be a problem. For example, life skilling, whenever that's up on the up, it's the best way to make money. Grinding's not as necessary. Then you have less accessories and stuff like that on the marketplace to work with. Then grinding gets improved. Grinding's now better. Life skilling's completely shit. Needs an overhaul. Like you could do you get that same kind of thing could end up happening if you are are you concerned about like the market then? Because there's a really easy way to solve that. You don't give people silver as rewards. 
you give people yeah, so you just do the, the shadow like, accessories arena. or yeah. other mats. Yes, exactly. Like it's a really easy thing to fix. Yeah. So yeah, they would have to end up doing something like that in order to make sure that it balances things out between silver and market. And it's really uh, the the life skill update. Listen, I feel for the life skillers out there, right? Life skillers have been struggling for a while, but it's 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 maddening to see that like now you can make like Nayashi said before we started recording four to six hundred million silver an hour life skilling again, which is good for them. Meanwhile, RBF, you're still capped like what max fucking 80 mil an hour something like that if you're lucky probably less yeah Yeah, 60 (laughs) mil an hour like what in the sam fucking hell are we doing like why is that why is that disparity so enormous and that's the buffed rate let's not forget they buffed the amount of rewards the amount of silver you get from rbf not long ago that's the buffed that was our revamp that was PvPers money revamp, just like this is life skillers revamp. They get six hundred mil an hour, we get fucking sixty. They nearly doubled it. What is going on? Like that's this is what is infuriating to me. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. I think the disconnect a little bit is there's I, I think the progressing through means that you want to do or don't want to do is technically kind of separate. I do agree that you should be able to gain money through PvP, and there should also just be some ranked arenas that are gear capped. Yes. Um, yes. And I, I, I don't know why there are, and there's always this pushback. I, I saw Scummy in chat was saying, uh, "Well, the queues would be too long, or you'd be fighting the same people." And um, uh, what was the other thing? And one more thing that I wanted to. You mean like I, how I fight the same people in almost every RBF that I do oh, right now? And then and then that it would be taken <laughs> advantage. Players would abuse it to earn a quick fuck ton of money. The problem is, is in this game because the way the open world like mob grind areas work. If you're going to exploit in some way, you can do it anywhere in the game, and it would be incredibly efficient. So it's like it doesn't really matter. Like that, that's not a reason to not do it is that it might be exploited because then you got to remove the grind spots too. And you got to remove the life skill stuff because all of those are exploitable. You definitely have to remove Siege. I mean, look look at the way Siege works. It's like literally just an agreed handoff to this guild makes three bill this week. So you got to remove all that stuff. If your stance is, well, it could be exploited, so we shouldn't have it because like all of that stuff is exploitable. Um in some way like whether it's bots or whatever the fuck you think is going to be the exploit uh the other thing is like the queues uh, there are games with no player base that that have matchmaking and yeah if the queues are long then fucking they need to do something to make their game more popular but that doesn't mean we still shouldn't have the ranked arenas there's a community out there whether you personally want it or not that wants to queue up in pvp and they will queue up in PvP all of the time. Yep. They're just like, and, and even the whole, like, the same players in RBF, like, when RBF was new and, and people were super into it, when the Valencia one was, like, there was, like, so many people in there. You ran into tons of different people. Like, people like PvP in this game. So just give us an option to do it. That's all. I don't know. It's just, yeah. Give us an option to do it and make it, now, I, I agree, Reslar, with the base premise. I, I don't necessarily agree that 
Lost Ark doesn't make you do that because now I'm at Endgame in Lost Ark, or at least the current version of Endgame that we have, not what like KR in Russia has. But we uh, it's I don't know. There's a lot of stuff where I'm like, oh okay, I want this, 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 and this, and it's like, oh I have to do that. Oh I have to do this, and like yeah, I would love to just. Span because you know I don't mind grinding in circles, so I'd I'd love to go into a chaos dungeon all day long and just spam it on rotation, but you can only do it twice for profit, and then after that it's like incredibly reduced amount of resources that you get and becomes really inefficient. Um, I would also love to just get skill points so I can use most of my abilities, but you know what I need to get skill points? I have to go interact with NPCs and give them gifts and dance in front of them and show them emotes for skill points for the PVE dungeons. It's definitely yeah. something I don't want to be doing. <laughs> no, and yeah, and that's why I said, like, I, I hadn't thought of it from that perspective because I'm just coming at it from a PvP perspective, right? Because that's really all I'm, I'm, I'm interested in. So, like, I agree with you that, like, that's shitty. And, like, that should be a place where someone like me and someone like you can come together and, like, agree. Like, yeah, that sucks, and that shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. Like I, it should. They should let you just do what you call a chaos dungeon. I haven't even done that, but I'm assuming it's very similar to grinding in BDO if you enjoy it. So, like, yeah, they should just let you do that if that's what you want to do all day. And I'm not saying yeah. that has to be like the best way of progressing or the only way. Certainly not the only way, but just like a way. Just Chris like PVP should be a way. Rizzo's going to hate Abyssal Dungeon. <laughs> the pub groups I don't are think fucking so. dog shit. Uh, Rez, do you do you hate like standard dungeons? Do you hate relying on people and they constantly fuck up? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're gonna hate it. Well, that part, yeah, that part, that's inevitable. That's even inevitable with your friends. You got to go through it a few yeah, times. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, but you, there's you give more leeway to your friends though. Do you or do you shit on them harder? No, no, you shit on them more. <laughs> Jokingly, obviously. It starts off as joking until the third or fourth fail. <laughs> and then it starts getting really, really real, alright? Um Yeah, so I don't know. And uh This note. <sighs> So KCCR, I, I get what you're saying and why you feel that way. So he says, I think it lets you play other games, which is which I personally like about Lost Ark. That is true to an extent, but so is like in BDO, you could also just play for two hours and then get off and you will progress over time. And then it because like every time I say with Lost Ark, it's like, well, yeah, it respects it, your time if you're not like trying to push super hard. Yeah. But if you are trying we, to push super hard, it doesn't respect your time. It takes forever. Like I have so many hours in Lost Ark and there are people like ahead of me and I still am like, God, I gotta like push harder and harder. And it definitely doesn't quote respect your time yeah. in that aspect. It still is a huge, huge time sink. And then everyone's like, Well, you don't need to rush to the end. It's like you don't need to rush to the end in BDO either. You could also just play for three hours a day or two hours a day or whatever you're willing to put into Lost Ark. If you enjoy it more, that's fine. But this whole like, well, it's really great. You just do this and this. It takes 90 minutes and then you go play other games. And it's like, well, or you push harder than that and then you don't get to play other games because you got to keep going and going and going. There's a million other things to do. I, the checklist of shit to do. If I want to go just through my dailies now at the point that I'm at, 
it is like 90 minutes to two and a half hours of shit that I have to do. Yep. We talked about this earlier this week when I jumped into you guys' Lost Ark Discord. Basically, I I found it funny every time everyone said that this game respects your time and it's not pay to win, all these different aspects. And I'm just like, you know, from a certain point of view, I guess, but like what you were just saying, like the the aspects where it respects your time, if you actually want to progress and, you know, and stay, I guess, you know, ahead of the curve, you know, you have to basically do the alts. You have to, you know, spend more additional time on those dailies and stuff like that to gain the resources to feed to your main, blah, blah, blah. It's pretty involved. It's not... It's not like, uh, you know, you do your 40 to an hour uh, worth of uh, 40 minutes to an hour worth of dailies and jump off all the time. It's not like that. I I just like to point out as well, uh, you can play BDO for an hour and a half, two hours and progress unless that hour and a half to two hours is node warring, in which case you're actually going (laughs) backwards because you're losing money more than you're gaining it, which uh, like... is unfucking believable. Again, I can't stress enough how ridiculous of a concept that is. Hey, you can play this game for two hours and go backwards. How do you like that? No, Reslar, you're paying for fun. <laughs> hey, you get like Dude. 40 mil from selling the Kaffir Stone box if you win. It's fucking <laughs> infuriating. Um, yeah, here's the thing, too. I... Okay, so I have to address all these things. So Lost Arcs, or uh, this person says, it just hurts so bad uh, in BDO if a 700 gear score player Dynasty Warriors people, so you want to catch up and grind. The reality is that, that that's not actually happening that often, and, and you can literally just avoid them. There are like 45 channels. I guess if you're on like a smaller region, it's more difficult. But if, if for whatever reason you're grinding or playing your game, you, you literally can avoid them. If you're in Node War, you can play gear cap Node Wars. Like, all this stuff. Um, another person is saying, uh, but in BDO, it takes you five years to get to Endgame, and Lost Ark takes you one week. First of all, none of us are actually at Endgame because they didn't give us all the content. So it's kind of like Console, who got to Endgame in the first week, like the same argument you can make for console that got to end game in the first week of BDO when that shit came out. Cause they have a limited set of content and it just ends you there. Like the people in KR are all 1600 gear score. Do you know how it takes me a day now? It, it now takes me a day to get maybe one single gear score. So at the pace that I'm currently at, and maybe things will change in the future. We'll see. But right now, all I have is the game that we have. The current pace is about a gear score per day. That'll take about a year. So it's not that free if you want to get to the top end of the top end. Yes, you you can get to like the entrance of endgame content, like which is where we kind of all are. But that's not that much different from like graduating from seasons and buying Ted accessories and like, oh, now I get to go to orcs. I mean, it's the same thing. And you get to participate in all the gear cap node wars if you want, gear cap siege, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, it's actually like relatively similar. I, I don't know why people differentiate the two so much out of either passion for the one that they love or hatred for the one that they hate. But it's like, dude, they have a lot of similarities. And this is why, um, Rez, I wanted to talk about the enhancement system. 
because mm. in in Lost Ark compared to BDO, because BDO, I hear a lot that oh, the enhancement system is one of the reasons why I hate this game. Enhancement system is one of the reasons why I quit. Um, the enhancement system is it sucks. It feels really bad, and and you go backwards, and and this and that, dude. I when I'm playing, we have about 20 people that I've been playing with and I, and I follow, I'm like on the Reddit a lot on the Lost Ark, right? I have never heard in a game so quickly people saying like, dude, I think I'm going to take a break. I think I'm going to quit. Like the failures in Lost Ark feel terrible. Like they feel really, really, really bad. Like look, Cosmic Cube, the enhancement system is why I've kind of quit Lost Ark. Like dude, Lost Ark enhancement, it's funny because the the defense of it is always like, well, yeah, but if you fail five times or four times or whatever, your your next one is guaranteed. It's like, well, it becomes exponentially more difficult to get the materials to even do the fail as time goes on. Your chances get lower and lower, so you're more pushed towards that. Like you're probably gonna fail, and <laughs> you don't you don't get to fail and then go back out there and keep grinding. You fail, and then like, I guess I'll try again tomorrow because you're out of maths for the day. Yeah, and it puts you behind. And right now, because the game is new, everyone's climbing around the same time. And we have like a group of 20 friends. We have two people that have literally done the exact same things I've done. Exact same things. They've done the same dailies, the same dungeons, the same everything. They've, they've done the two Chaos Dungeons. They've done their two Guardian Raids. They're doing all the exact same things I've done except my enhancements went and theirs didn't and now I'm 1343 and they're stuck at 1080 in tier 2. And they're they're not just one day behind anymore because of their failures the next day. They're like 5 days behind or 6 days behind. Some of them are even like slowly just like eh I, I didn't log in today cuz I didn't want to fail again cuz I knew it was going to make me feel bad. So, it's just <laughs> I don't know. There, there is a, uh, there's pluses and minuses to both systems. Um, one of the things that I will praise Lost Ark for, for sure, is I do love that there is that failsafe. Eventually, you get it guaranteed. That is very, very nice and an awesome, awesome thing. Separately, something that BDO has that Lost Ark really doesn't have. If I don't, limited. well, that BDO has is if I don't want to participate in the enhancement game. I literally do not have to in BDO. I can buy everything. I can just, the only thing like maybe is through Tuvala, which is super, super boosted and easy to do. But after Tuvala, which is the beginning of the game, I literally can purchase everything and just completely skip the enhancement system entirely. I never have to deal with it, which is a, an option. You, I can't buy plus 15 gear in Lost Ark, like by just grinding all day. So they both have pluses. <laughs> they both have minuses. There are there's other methods to help you in both games. We'll, we'll that topic I want to get to next week. But <laughs> but for this, it's like the enhancement systems have pluses and minuses on both. And like, yeah, when you're when you've done all your dailies, it's weird. Like, Rez, I know you don't really like to grind, but I just imagine in BDO, like imagine you you log in, you have three rift bosses, right? You have mm -hmm. Um, you can do one hour of grinding and then your grinding is cut off for the day and you can go do a field boss and a world boss. And then whatever you get from that, that day you can enhance with 
And if it fails, repeat the next day and start again. Or if it succeeds, you get to move on every single day. Because that's how it feels. Whereas like in BDO, if you have the drive, if you don't mind like whether you want to fail or if you want to actually just buy everything, if something doesn't go, even though it does feel bad, I don't feel like, damn, I literally can't do anything else today. You can just go yeah, back out there and stuck. get the money again. Yeah. They, the, the only thing to add into that, which isn't a part of the enhancement system, so I understand that. So it's not for that necessarily particular argument. It's just that that feeling of stuck that you're talking about, Frosty. Mm -hmm. There is other aspects of the game that you can involve yourself in to kind of make you know your time where you're quote unquote stuck not feel so bad. Yeah. An example would be you know the collectibles. Yep. No, so, there's for sure a lot. Of, well, that's the other that that's part of. I didn't get into that, but that that's part yeah. of my when people say the game respects your time. It's like okay. There are a million other things you can go do that's not yeah. going to progress your gear. That's going to progress other things that literally just like takes forever. Points yeah. or, you know, getting other items in the game like runes or whatever that you need, you might need to, to complete your build or, you know, complete your current version of your build. Yeah, there's definitely a ton of things you can you can still do even if you're quote unquote, you know, tapped out for the day as far as resources. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, the resource thing is, it's definitely, you know, a big issue for a lot of players where they're just like, well, fuck, I guess that's it. I'll uh, go do something else then. Like, you know, that's, that's a kind of depressing feeling. Yeah. So Legacy says, uh, if you fail in BDO, you don't use, and you don't use crons, you go back to zero and lose all your gear. First of all, you don't lose all of it. Only accessories, your actual armor and weapons, you don't lose. Also, you can just take, um... No, you don't take another... Are you talking about a pen roulette? He says, and you take another year to get back. Stop. No, no. that's not I, it at all. I literally could fail a pen... If I went for a Ted Ogre right now... I, I want you to think about this. Let's say I had a Ted Ogre on, on, my, on my Kuno, and I didn't have a pen Ogre. Let's just pretend, for example, I had a Ted Ogre, okay? And I have like a 180 stack. Not even a great stack, just an average, an average Joe stack. If I had a Ted Ogre, I could literally go... Tap the Ted Ogre, fail it, and then today get my Ogre back. Literally just today. A Ted Ogre is 7 bill. If I wanted to put in the time, I could go grind out that 7 bill today and have my Ogre back. Or, over time, I could save up a bunch of Ogres and tap on backups, and then I don't lose anything, which is what you always should do and always should have done. You should never be tapping on your main gear. Like, it, ever in history, like, it's just never been efficient to just raw tap on your main gear. No, if you fail, that's not, that's the thing. If you fail, that's not it. If you fail, you get to just go grind and buy it again and go for it again. And if you fail, you get to grind and go buy it again and go for it again. In Lost Ark, the difference is if you fail, that's, that's it. You actually are done for the day. You can't go grind it out. Like at the end of your material list that you uh, receive for the day, that you're done. Your daily allowance is, it's over. And someone, someone's saying if it's that bad, why do you play? Dude, I, so I played BDO in the pre-Central Market days. Um, I, so I got, I've been hardened <laughs> over time. <laughs> so the enhancement stuff, the reason why I'm pointing it out is because other people complain so much. I'm just letting you know this, this fictional, hey, God, it's so much easier and nicer and Lost Ark. They have this great enhancement system. I'm so glad I'm away from the BDO one. 
No, they're both incredibly toxic and they both make you feel like you want to spend actual cash over time to just get more mats so you can keep going or get additional attempts. Both of them do this. Both of them give you that feeling. So you have to, uh, you have to go in with tough skin and learn to ignore it. That's what for me, I, it, it doesn't bother me that much. I, I can stomach it, but I know a lot of people that think they're going to go into Lost Ark like, oh, thank God. I don't have to deal with BDO's enhancement. That was the one thing. And then they're going to be stuck in tier two or stuck at whatever, 1325, trying to get to 1340 and failing and be like, well, what do I do now? And it's like, oh yeah, you go grind on characters you probably don't want to play on lower levels and do all the same content that you already did over time to try to get yourself additional enhancements in the future. Yep. So it's like, I, there's pluses and minuses to all of it. Now, all of that being said, and I, I've been having to say this now for two weeks and I don't, I, maybe people don't actually believe me, but I'm, I'm saying this from the bottom of my heart. I actually really love Lost Ark. It's incredibly fun. And I still really love BDO. I also think that BDO is still incredibly fun. Like I get this weird, it's funny because I, I was playing Lost Ark the other day and I know Rezla and Nyashi are different than me in this, but I was like, dude, I just want to delete a pack with Makuno and Sakrea real quick. I just get that urge. I just want to kill some mobs. I want I mean, to go to yeah. RBF and shadow stomp through someone because there is nothing like the feeling of shadow stomping through a person. You know, I don't know. It's just different. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Um, there's there's definitely been a few urges to jump in the PvP and whatnot, and you know, like check out the new Maywa skin and whatnot. So it's just. I yeah. don't know. I I'm the type of player that's like I I dedicate solely into something. Mm -hmm. So I don't like. I only invest a lot of time in multiple different things at once. No, it's hard, and I I actually am normally like that too. But I can't let these people catch up to me in gear and BDL, or I won't be able to tend and cut her into gear check. <laughs> so I have to chip away, you know, little by you have little. Have to be able to gear check people. Yeah, I gambled the other day and uh, lost a lot of money and ended up down to like 100 bill and then kind of got it back and now I'm at 8 bill, 8.6 bill. Like, just casually playing. That's the thing too, is like, dude, I keep saying, also these login rewards are fucking cracked right now. These login rewards are actually super insane. I, I can't even believe the daily login rewards right now. If you're not... I. If you have any intention, if you're playing Lost Ark and you have any intention of playing BDO in the future, just log in at night and fish or something. These rewards are ridiculous. It's actually like I'm so because I haven't been using any of it. So I'm just like saving all this stuff up. It's it's actually a lot of shit. What is it? It's like 20 day so, value packs and yeah. And so and the sixth like anniversary reward day one gives you 20 day value pack day two, 20 day blessing day three, 20 day old moon book. And then you get like mount skill coupons. You're going to get two maids. You get a uh, 16 slot expansion. You get a couple hundred crons, like 66 artisans. You get this insane box that could end up being really good, but probably shit. Um, you get a free costume on day 14. Uh, you get a free pet couple life skill books and fail stacks and then that's that's the anniversary tab and then the normal loyalty tab is called enhanced loyalty this this month and it's like everything you kind of normally get but times like a lot like times 10 so instead of like you got an advice of immortality for logging in you get three and then the next day you get three advice of destiny three advice of safety three advice of memory 
um, 60 crons every six days. You get another, or seven days, you get another 60 crons. They're giving you five Shikatsu seals at the end of every week um, for the first four weeks on this attendance. You get a bunch of boxes, some horse mats. Uh, yeah, it's just a lot of shit. A uh, bunch of Kafra stones. It's, it's nice. These attendance awards are actually cracked. What's not cracked? It's like they're throwing a lot of free shit at people to try and get them to not go play Lost Ark when they could have just kept the tag event. I don't think the tag I mean, the tag event was during Lost Ark for two weeks. You should have kept it longer. Yeah, I mean, of course, the, everyone does events. I mean, that's not unique to BDO. Every game does know. events during game releases. But, I uh, am upset that they ended the tag event, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the tag event. To happen. The tag event. I in 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 my worthless opinion, the tag event is the healthiest and most fun BDO has ever been. You don't have the most fun gambling for these uh, sweet chocolate boxes. I don't even know what that is. I have a listen. I, I log in. I do my node war. I lose a hundred mil, and then I log off. I have a really good chance to get a combat and skill. How do you lose 100 mil doing node wars? He dies a lot. Yep. <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> I don't recommend shot calling as a glass cannon. It doesn't work very well. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. The enhancement system is really interesting. It's like... I'm trying to think of if, if I explain the rates, if it'll... Because I, I really want to know how Rezar feels about it, but he hasn't gotten to the point of enhancing. Nayashi, how, how do you feel about the enhancing in, in Lost Ark so far? Fine. I, I think it's perfectly fine the way it is. I, um, I mean, I think it's fine the way it is. I don't know if I'd change it. I'm just curious if, if you feel it's harder or not. Like, the thing is, that's why I need you guys, you to be in at least Tier 3... And Resla, I'm, I'm going to be in tier three in like two days. Yeah, because in tier three you don't get islands. There's no islands for mats. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a totally different animal. For me. <laughs> yeah, there's no islands. So, Those islands are you so guys helpful. are talking about. So what they what they ended up doing, Res, in the tier one content, which is basically from zero to six hundred eye level, and tier two content, which is six hundred to eleven hundred eye level is as a catch-up mechanic, when the next tier came out, uh, they added a bunch of rewards with quests from all these random different islands around the map that give you a shitload of enhancement mats. So you could kind of power through if you're starting the game and all these people are in tier three or whatever. So in tier one, once you get to level 50 and your gear score is 302, you go run all these islands and you get a, a shitload of enhancement materials like right away and then in tier two once you get to tier two content when you're 1100 gear score uh or sorry uh uh 600 plus gear score it's the same thing you get a bunch of enhancement mats quest line gives you a bunch of mats and then in tier three those islands don't exist so you get no bonus enhancement mats you're just it's whatever you get from your dailies and that's it so you go from having like when you run all these islands and save up, you get to sit there and enhance for like an hour and a half, just like power through all the way to like plus 12, plus 13, plus 14. When you get into tier three, you're out of materials when you're plus two, maybe plus three. It's like actually like you're just done. That's it. You're out of mats. And now you're like, all right, well, I got to start working on other stuff, I guess, since I can't progress my gear. So it's like a, it's a different beast because there's no catch up mechanic really. 
Interesting. Maybe there will also, be, but there's not. I currently. also wanted to ask about earlier when you guys were talking about enhancement mats and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. I listen. I don't know shit about this game. I only know what other people have said, but I've heard people say something along the lines of you funnel mats from alts into your main. Yeah. Is that not something you can do? It is, but the alt has to be in the same tier uh, as your main. So one of the things that makes it kind of tough starting from scratch is you have to, you basically have to use all the materials on your alt first to get your alt to the level that your main is at. So that way you can start funneling mats. But basically... Um, a lot of the mats that you get from the daily stuff, like Guardian Raids and Chaos Dungeons, are trade like they're bound to roster, so you can give them to your other character. Mm. But that only really works if they're in the same part of the game. So that's why I'm like right. slowly working up on trying to get my shit up. So like you need like like for instance, you need two tier two characters to make one character tier three, and like so on and so forth, basically. Well, you need you need a tier th- you basically need them to be in the exact same tier so in order for me to get bonus progression in tier three like faster progression i want multiple characters in tier three that all go run their dailies and just pour all of the materials i gain from those dailies into the one character okay yeah since you're gated behind dailies you can only do everything once on each character basically once or twice on each character so what mm. people end up doing is they kind of get like a routine of like all right i'll log on to these three or four characters do all the, the chaos dungeon the guardian raids and then every material i get i'll send over to my main and then do an enhancement session so that part of it is actually really cool it's just like i wish i could cut out that and just work harder and get the exact same result you know because i I'm, I'm a grinder so i don't mind like going and going you know i i get right. that like I don't know. It's uh, it has its pluses and it has its minuses. But for me and my playstyle personally, I do wish I could just grind harder to get kind of the same thing. Even if it was kind of a reduced rate. If it was like, okay, you could either do two chaos dungeons on all six of your characters, so that would be twelve total one day, or you could do six on just your main, but you get like a reduced amount. I don't know. It's just something. I'm a grinder and I just want to stay on my one character, but. Um, we'll see. I don't know. I I guess like the net results, like if you actually do put in the work, then those characters are also in tier three. And if you end up deciding to re-roll, you can start, you know, gearing those characters up instead. It's uh, we'll see. The other thing, someone thanks for 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 reminding me. So I I've been sitting here like God. I really hope we get these ranked arenas in BDO. I, I really, really want ranked arenas. I, I think it'd be awesome for the game if they do them right. I think it'd be fun. I think there's a lot of people that want to want to do it. And it's fun. I, I think it's fun laddering. I've always been a big fan of laddering in games. Um, it's one of the reasons why, even though I didn't really like League, it kind of made it fun because you like compete with your friends a little bit, you know, and shit talk mm. and that whole, it's just a whole nother aspect of the game. And uh, I don't know why, but we don't have the ranked arenas in Lost Ark, and I have no idea when they're coming. So I'm sitting here like both games, I don't have my ranked arenas, and it's tilting the fuck out of me. It's all I want, man. Give me goddamn ranked arenas in one of the two games, please. Ugh. Yeah, the the no ranked arenas in Lost Ark is very confusing. Well... 
I think they they are implementing it. It's just not in at the start. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, but yeah, it's out in other that's, regions. That's the question. Why? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they didn't do a a season of ranked arenas yet uh, in yeah. Lost Ark, or or at least announce, hey, ranked arenas season one is beginning on this date, so we know. It's just kind of like, okay, where is it? Yep, very confusing. Um. So, Rez, you you haven't quite gotten there, but Nayashi, what are your feelings on some of the Guardian raids and the Abyssal dungeons you've done in Lost Ark? How do they feel? I think they're fun. Um, I think the uh, specifically like the um the Abyssal dungeons is very fun, but also frustrating because pub groups are. You find out how. Can't really rely on people, unfortunately, and you'll spend hours and hours and hours in there sometimes. But um, it's just the nature of it, you know. When you're, but when you get a really strong group, it's really fun, smooth. Um, the guardians are pretty challenging, especially when you don't know their fucking HP bars. So it's a little frustrating. Um. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, overall, like, uh, the, the, the content is really good from a PVE point of view, like all the really, um, interesting aspects of it is like when you start grouping up with people, with people and, you know, you just, uh, that's some like video kind of lacks. I mean, I know they introduced the dungeons and I know they have some duo content, some three player content, um, in grind zones, but like, those are just typically not like focused at all by a lot of players because they're just not as lucrative so these other things though you kind of need to do in order to progress some people yeah. might not necessarily like that aspect of it um but i um for me the dungeons are fun now i i'm a little bit like uh <laughs> pdo has a guardian raid it's called garmoth stop uh so i'm a little bit spoiled because of my my friend group like we all have been uh kind of gearing up around the same time so i have only had to do pugs like twice um but they are interest <laughs> interesting i had to do you know the sword the sword guy abyssal dungeon where he spawns the four swords have you done that yeah. one actually that that one's in uh tier one dude that one like trying to explain it there was this one guy in there that he said okay to everything I said. So I was like, all right, here's, <laughs> I, I was like, here's how it works. I was like, uh, at some point, he's you're going to hear a bell sound. He's going to teleport to the middle of the arena. Four swords are going to spawn. All right. The swords are going to chase after you in a clockwise motion. So everyone needs to walk clockwise. One person takes a sword. And when they do, everyone gets a debuff on their bar. When that, per that first person takes the sword, they have to go hit the boss and the debuff comes off your bar after three seconds. So someone grabs a sword, hit the boss, wait three seconds. Another person grabs a sword, hit the boss, wait three seconds. If you grab the next sword before the debuff is off your bar, everyone dies. So you cannot grab the sword early, right? Yeah. And you also kind of have to do it in a timely manner because uh, he'll also kill you if you take too long. So I explained that and he's like, okay, got it. 
And then we did it once. We we wiped, and then we did it a second time. We wiped. We did it a third time, and I was like, "Is there anything you're not understanding?" I was like, "Let me re-explain it." And then he's like, "I don't." He's like, "I don't know what the fuck's going on. I have no idea what's happening." And I was like, "I thought you said you got it, man." And I was like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be impossible." Of, he's it. like, "I have no idea what's going on at all," and I'm like, "God damn it, man." You grab the swords in order and walk clockwise. Not that hard, man. Look at your bar. And he's like, what? What bar? I'm like, oh, <laughs> no. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's fucking hard. I, I can't imagine doing too many of those. Um, dude, I had. there's another one, too, that has like a... Uh, you, you, you know, the, it's the second one in that same Abyssal Dungeon group where she has like a wave of whatever, like a death wave that just moves across the room and there's a bunch of mirrors. And literally the mechanic is you just go into the the mirrors all of different colors. So you kind of match them up. When you walk over to a mirror and interact with it, it teleports you to the corresponding mirror of that color. So you're just basically trying to teleport to the other side of the room through the mirrors to avoid the wave. And like everyone, I literally four times in a row after explaining it, everyone got hit by the wave except for me, like multiple times. I was like, dude, go to a mirror, man. Like just go to it and talk to a mirror. It's all the moment you see that wave coming across, you just walk to the mirror and interact with it. And they're like, I'm not doing it. I'm just gonna run in a circle and panic until the wave hits me and die. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on, man. You yeah, can you, do you it. definitely this is where like there's definitely a big negative. So like, you know how we've always wanted, you know, like a lot of players have always wanted like group content and stuff like that. They've been begging for it in like video. This is the negative. <laughs> to having group content yeah <laughs> there's uh there's some aspects of it which are not as desirable um you find out that uh, some people are actually still they still haven't evolved um and uh it's a concern mm -hmm. so it, it just is what it is uh, it's it can be it's, tough Here, it's I'm, gonna, I'm gonna play this boss fight on on the screen for anyone that's interested but yeah, essentially these swords spawn up and chase you around. And then on your mana bar, you get a buff, or rather a debuff. And while that debuff is active, if anyone else touches the sword, your team wipes. So you got to like grab the sword, wait for the debuff to go away, then grab the next sword, wait for the debuff to go away and go attack the boss. So that process, it's so it's five seconds of time. It takes like five, six seconds total to get through this mechanic. And like, dude, it is like so hard to explain to people because it, the game, when everything is new too, everything feels so sped up. Yeah. Like when you watch it and you know what it is, it looks so slowed down for you because you've seen it before and you recognize everything that's happening. But when yeah. you're sitting there trying not to die from all this normal shit and then this sword thing happens and you're like, then you're kind of nervous. Like, oh my God, am I going to fuck it up? I don't want to be the guy that fucks it up. Do I grab it late? Did I grab it on time? And then everyone dies and it's your fault. It's just it's that shit <laughs> i understand people get some anxiety during that shit yeah yeah it's it's pretty funny it's it's pretty nuts uh what can end up you know like a, a lot of a lot of the stuff that they do is basically just you know it's just bullshit it, like it's nothing to worry about per se um you should just focus on the mechanics and that's it but uh what class are you again shadow hunter okay i was just seeing if your class carried or not go on oh yeah he is probably. <laughs> yeah 
yeah, I don't know. So, um, yeah, the enhancements though. So that you haven't really felt too bad with the enhancement. What what what's your eye level, Ashy? Uh, ten seventy three. I need two more to 14 and then, uh, <laughs> all right, let's reconvene after your full plus 15 and see how you feel about the enhancement system. Yeah. Well, I have 120, uh, what are the, uh, moon's breath or what's the tier two version? I forget. Yeah. Moon's breath. The one that, yeah, that gives you extra chance. Yeah. We'll see how many of those I fail. Those 120 are going to evaporate right now. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be sad. Yeah, Poochie's saying. Uh, so since some people are new and vets, uh, tell you don't stand on the red, but the entire map is red. People get overwhelmed and freak out. It is true. Like sometimes the entire fucking map is red. So you're just like, wait, where do I go? And then sometimes it's yellow. Sometimes it's blue. Yeah, plus fifteen to plus fourteen to plus fifteen is is cursed. It, it's going from eleven or to from ten ninety. To 1100, that's like daunting, Nayashi, where it's just like, oh my god. Really? Well, because it's more expensive per attempt, but also like the lower chance. Yeah. But it's crazy because I think I'm hoping I get lucky because I didn't get lucky on the T1. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm hoping maybe I get lucky on, you know, this aspect of it. Where I just coast right into T three and then we're good. <laughs> what, what's the uh, what's the success rate on a uh, what is the success rate going from fourteen to fifteen? Do you I think know? it's forty percent. Is it forty percent? I think it's forty percent. Yeah. So this is where this is where tier three. Okay, people are saying forty percent. This is where tier three becomes start like instantly feels more difficult because. Going from plus five to plus six is 60%. And then six to seven is like 45%. And then seven yeah. to eight and beyond is 30% base. Yeah. So that shit is like, they, they just that's, start off real early giving you those low rates. Now, I did notice going all the way to like 10, it stays at 30%. It hasn't gone down from there yet. So I, I don't know if that changes later, but uh, so far... So far, so good. But it's rough. Dude, and the sound effect? I mean, BDO does it too. The sound effect for failing feels awful, dude. I hate that sound now. That doom. Whatever it is, it's just like, oh. <laughs> oh, the fail sound, dude. I, I mean, I hate it in BDO, and I hate the fail sound in, in Lost Ark. That fail it's sound rough. is just... I just like my stomach just turns like I'm like oh my god am I gonna hear that fail sound and then like every time you hear the success you're like oh thank god <laughs> <laughs> thank god yeah it's 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 pretty funny Rez you said you don't have that much experience in other MMOs have you done any like dungeons or raids in any other game uh... besides paladins Mm, no, I don't think so. Okay, I I think you'll you'll enjoy I'm to think. it. The, so the MMOs that I've played, I'm trying to think. I played RuneScape when I was a youngster. Mm -hmm. Um, I Just... played EQOA on PlayStation Two. Uh, does RuneScape have like done? I I actually never 
played RuneScape. I played it for like a half I... second years ago, but... I don't know, because the only thing I did in RuneScape, I swear to God, I'm not joking in any capacity. The only thing I did in RuneScape was mine iron, turn it into armor and weapons, and then give it to newbies logging into Lumbridge. I see. That's literally all I ever did in RuneScape. Got it. And that was, that was endgame, huh? For me, yeah, <laughs> I I don't know. There, I I enjoyed doing it. I enjoyed giving like new players this shit, and they were always like so thankful. They're like, "Oh, I don't have anything," and it was like, "No, it's it's free. Just take it." And they were always so thankful because they like have this new character, and then they start off with a full set of iron shit. So it was, it was nice. It was fun. What, I was also like ten. So what happened from then till now that you're just a toxic as fuck? Uh, League of Legends. Oh, okay. True. <laughs> Got it. I discovered True. League of Legends in 2010, and it's all been downhill from there. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, That's ma fair. makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, I played EQOA even younger than that, um, but I didn't really play EQOA. I just kind of followed my cousin around. Uh, EverQuest Online Adventures, uh, for those who maybe yeah, don't yeah, know what like, that is. I don't is. know what the fuck. Yeah, it's EverQuest Online Adventures. It was a game for, I think, either the PlayStation or the PlayStation 2. I think it was the PlayStation 2. It was a really, really good uh, MMO. I had a lot of fun with it, but I, I didn't really pay attention much to what I was doing. I was just kind of following my cousin around, who was the actual person who knew what was happening. We probably did some dungeons in that game, I would assume, or like some raids or something. I just I don't remember it super well, because I was like fucking eight. Yeah. Well, um, and then I played Vindictus. I wait, played that, a that had like dungeons or at least like raid bosses, didn't it? I didn't really get very far in Vindictus. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't really. It was an okay game, um, but I don't know. It just it, it didn't really. I put like maybe 20 hours into Vindictus and I was like, this kind of sucks. And then I discovered BDO shortly thereafter. Right. Okay. Yeah, for me, I, I played then, uh, Ion and, and uh, yeah. Terra. And Terra was, I I I can't actually remember the dungeons in Ion or if I liked them, but I loved the ones in Terra, for sure. And then Blade and Souls I well played, after. I played a little bit of Terra with my friend Garrett, um, and we probably did some dungeons and stuff too. But uh, that that was like way after its heyday. That was like when it was dead as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know, it's good. I, I still, the game mode Dredgian, I've talked about it in the show a couple years ago, but god, I wish we had that in BDO so much. It was essentially like capture was... the point like Valencia is, except you had to fight a giant pack of like really tanky mobs to get the point and to unlock the next area. Like you were locked in your zone until you captured the point and then you would break through and the two teams started on opposite sides. It was two teams of five. And then like you would capture the point, kill the mobs, and then eventually enough points are captured that the map is open enough that now you're trying to uh, kill the other team while also capturing more points. So it's like a balance. And the more points you have, the more points, uh, like the more points you've captured, the more you're, pretty, the higher your score. It was so fun, dude. That, that's a that sounds like a pretty interesting. Like they could definitely do something like that in videos, um, Battlefield. Yeah, it, it would be really sick. The problem for me anyway in ion was the cc system in that game was fucking awful 
if a Sork put you to sleep, you were literally asleep for 60 seconds. You had to just sit there like a fucking asshole asleep for 60 whole seconds while you watch your team lose in a 5v4 because you can't be woken up. <laughs> like it was like, well, my, my cleanse is on cooldown, so you're just sitting there for 60 seconds. Sorry, man. Yeah, the CCs in that game were crazy. Um, but yeah, so I I don't know. I like got into dungeons then, and then, but it's 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 weird too because Lost Ark being like isometric view, it's like totally different style. Um, but it's pretty fun. The dungeons are pretty fun in the game. I like yeah, that. it's definitely uh one of the few games where I actually thoroughly enjoy the PVE for the most part. Yeah. Do you feel like, um, I get a lot of pushback when I say this, but do you feel like there's a lot borrowed from Diablo in Lost Ark? Like outside of the isometric stuff? Uh, I guess you could say like the Chaos Dungeons are sort of like Greater Rifts in a way, but not really at the same time. Um, because obviously Greater Rifts you can continue to go. Until you basically can't. Um, trying to think. Yeah, to, to I me, I don't really think so. I think there's just there's more unique, like uh, PVE content in Lost Ark than yeah, D3, for, for sure. D three or D two, it's it's more vast, being yeah. that it's an MMO, but it still feels like. I don't know. To there's me, some there, similarities. There's a but... lot of times where I'm just like, dude, I'm literally just playing Diablo right now, but it's been turned into an MMO. Like that's kind how of, it feels. Yeah. And I'm I'm basically like, playing Crusader or Paladin on my Paladin. Like if if Diablo did like an Abyssal Dungeon type thing for like you know the Prime Evils, that would actually be really fun. I think like eight players because I mean. Diablo's eight-player uh, focused, anyways. Attention, well, everyone! I have hit level fifty. Hey. Oh shit! Now you just keep questing until you've gotten to the Iceland and finished all three dungeons there. And you are yeah. you can now do chaos dungeons and all that shit after that. Congrats, man! Yeah, and then you thank can you, actually you, like truly experience the game for what it is. Yeah, the questing in this game is long, and it only yeah. There's yes. only more and more after. Luckily, the tier three quest line it wasn't too bad, but the really? tier, tier two like Yorn and Phaeton. Oh my god, dude! Phaeton wasn't long. That was short. Yorn was a little bit longer, but it wasn't that much longer. Phaeton uh, was long because you couldn't skip any of the cutscenes, and I wanted to the whole time. But the Black Rain cutscene was sick They, were, as they fuck. were cool, but they still were very skippable for me. Right? I'm not into cutscenes. Frosty, can we can we play a game? Yeah. I want you to describe the story of Lost Ark. Okay. Best you can. Okay. Because both <laughs> me and I can, actually have paid attention to it pretty well. Can I uh, can I take some of the information from what I've heard, like from your guys' discussions and other people I've heard? Sure. To kind of absolutely. Put it all together? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Absolutely. All right, so here's the story. Here's what's going on in Lost Ark. Spoiler alert okay. for those who are, are not prepared for this. So mm -hmm. in Lost Ark, you're, you're just a, a, a young lad or, or a young lady, and you're Blast. traveling through the world. <laughs> young lad. Um, 
you're born in this town that has storks, evil storks with crazy faces, and you help this guy from falling <laughs> off a cliff. This guy's name is Armin. After you after you help him from falling off a cliff, Armin befriends you. And now, every time Armin's in a bind, he calls you. It's a little annoying, but he calls you, and you go help Armin from time to time. And then, later on, some stuff kind of got skipped here, but later on, you end up in a uh, sort of like a fighting tournament. And I don't know if Armin's involved, but I do think he's rooting for you in some way. <laughs> it just skipped so much. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't think I did. I, I don't. I, I'm. I'm still on track. So, you get to, the, you get to the uh, the tournament, uh, and then you prove that you are. What was the title we all gained, Rose? Uh, the first sword. The first sword of yeah. Shanghun. Yeah, we're the first. We are the first sword of Shanghun. And then, um, <laughs> basically after that, things get real dark and weary. There's a volcano eruption, so you travel over to Yorn, and over there you find out that Armin isn't there. And you feel like either, <laughs> hold on, hold on, either something happened to Armin or you missed out on something because you haven't seen Armin for a bit. So I haven't seen Armin for a while. So I, I assume he's in trouble or he found someone else to do his bidding. So in Yorn, things get dark. There's some volcanoes and uh, it gets pretty crazy. Honestly, <laughs> Jack said Armin went to BDO at that point. Oh man. Oh. Um, I would say I'm pretty close. Oh yeah, yeah, and then Rondell. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me backtrack to Rondell. This, this, I, I skipped Rondell. In Rondell, you meet a gigantic owl. This you big ass owl. Entirely. You skipped the entire. No, I, no, story I didn't. That was all. The, that was the Armin stuff. All right. So in, <laughs> uh, so in Rondell, you meet this gigantic owl that walks on its hind legs and like moves around, and he's fucking angry. And you're like, oh shit, we got to run from him. There's nowhere to go because there's these thorns here. So then you fight this owl and you beat the shit out of him until he becomes your friend. And then, uh, and that owl kind of just protects that area for you, I guess. I think he just stays oh, in Rowandale doing protecting. <laughs> the owls have front legs? And he's sitting on his hind legs. Oh, well, he has like a, he has sort of hand-like wings, I think. I don't know, it was a weird owl. He kind of... He looked like a, a mutated owl. But yeah, he, he actually was like evil. I, I thought that part was so weird because I, I didn't see any of the dialogue. But I was like, that's so weird. We just beat the shit out of this owl. And now all of a sudden he's like, we love and respect you, friend. And I was like, god damn, this guy took a mad beating. He changed sides immediately. It's crazy. I mean, getting oh. your ass kicked so bad, your fucking viewpoints change. Yeah, so he's on our side now. Um, the last thing I saw is this guy who's pretending to be Diablo is doing all sorts of crazy shit in Phaeton. Um, we now went, I went to Punica and while it is a tropical vacation, like Hawaiian type island, it's, it's been ravaged by fucking flowers with teeth. So that's a problem. Flowers with teeth. Yeah. It's been just completely ravaged by flowers with teeth. So there's also that, you know? This has got to be the best story yeah. I've ever heard. Uh, Armin's still nowhere to be seen. I, I assumed as I was traveling to this what, tropical what island. What happened to Armin, Frosty? What happened to Armin? Well, I'm guessing since he didn't make it to the Hawaiian Islands that he's probably on sabbatical, like a like a forced sabbatical. But I'm <laughs> oh not God. exactly sure. 
I don't remember what happened to Armin, but I, I, I assume he comes back in a future and a later date. I just have no idea. <laughs> the thing is, like, Man, holy so, shit. Rizzler, are you, you going to be surprised when he comes back? <laughs> yeah. Rizzler, when uh, <laughs> you're still in the T1 phase of things, so you haven't even seen the T2 related storyline yet. <laughs> I am not at T3 yet, so I haven't seen the T3 storyline, but yeah, you, you can uh, assume everything I said was right. Oh yeah, Holy yeah, totally, shit. totally. There's, there's nothing that sounded out of the ordinary. By the way, every week when we talk about BDO stuff that's on Global Labs, that's how you guys sound, right? How about that? True. <laughs> that's true. You, that's, that's Frost, did you not remember the siege on Lutera? It's like, oh yes, was that Lutera? Yes, there was. That was a, Lutera. There yeah. was yeah, a, uh, there was a big siege, but I don't know really what came of it. To be honest, I think. One of the sides won. I just can't remember when we were in that siege if I was defending or if I was on offense. I actually don't remember. Were we? Were so we you actually had a dialogue there where that was actually an option. Did we infiltrate the castle or were we defending it? I actually don't remember. <laughs> Holy shit. Is that spoilers? We can't talk about it? Did, did we attack that castle? Did we conquer it finally? Oh, yeah. It was conquered. <sighs> Yeah. You, you defended it. At least I think you defended it. Was if you, Nash, did you did you accept the the demons offer? Because I didn't. No. I, do you actually go attack the castle if you accept it? No, no, no. I I didn't think so. I, I, I didn't I didn't accept it, so I don't know for sure. Um, Holy shit! You took the castle first, then defended it. Okay, so it was just like video siege. <laughs> And Noted. he skips the like he slips he he totally skips over the super like emotional cliffside scene too. Oh my yeah. god. Hilarious. Uh, wait. That's it's kinda it's vaguely coming back to me. Some woman was there and she lost her daughter. Does that sound right? Was it like uh, No. 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 A lot, a lot of people lost a lot of people. I cried the memory out. Oh, yeah. Randomly, the guy was like asking them to do something, and then he just shot the kids. I remember. Yeah, he just shot the kids. Or something. What? Did he shoot the kids? There was, like, what a... are you talking about? <laughs> no, I, 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 remember that, I remember that scene you're talking about. There's like a <laughs> bunch of people, and they're like kids and innocents, and the dude just like gats them down or whatever the fuck. Or maybe he blasts <laughs> them with like a magical ray of light. I can't remember, like, he kills all those innocent people and then leaves. <laughs> Is that, am I off oh, base here? Holy shit. The cliff, yeah, yes, uh, the cliff shooting. Not only are you off yes, base, the cliff you're not shooting. on this world. No, the I cliff know. shooting. I, I, Is that the part the you're thing talking is, about? Is, the thing is, is I haven't finished the story yet, so I feel like you're describing something in the future. No, that no, no. I that that is yet. no. That ha that's earlier on. The cliff shooting, I think, isn't that Lutera? Yes, it is. But he doesn't just walk away. There's a whole event that happens. You play Jesus Christ, Frosty. You play demonized Armin. You can't oh, have skipped yeah. past that. He shoots them all down and forces you into a demon form. That's now I remember. I that was that part was awful. I hated that shit. <laughs> and the skills it gave you were annoying too. Holy shit! Yeah, he he did kind of just walk away. We just chased him down in demon form, didn't we? You, I <laughs> chased is a strong word. You slowly walked towards him. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, you couldn't even move. It like rendered your movement 
a horrible dude it was faster it was faster to use the the auto attack than to walk yeah or to use like the first skill that moved you forward right dude i saw this on reddit the other day but it was like for to whoever the dev is that has these quests where you have to try not to be seen by the guards and you transform know that i hate you and i am a hundred percent on board with that guy just <laughs> There is, I, when is the last time someone transformed into a being and had to slow walk through those guards and was like, dude, that was a sick quest. You're going to love this, unironically. Never in the history of ever. Please stop making those a thing. God damn it. Also, hmm. you know what tilts me so much about those? And like, I don't know the exact story that's going on, but it's like you're hiding from these guards. You're hiding from these guards. If you get caught, you die. Start over. No checkpoint. Hiding from these guards. Hiding from these guards. And then at the end, you fight the guards anyway, and you like 1v100 them down like nothing. So like, yep. why didn't I just walk through and farm the guards to begin with? What the fuck? That shit tilts me, man. Just not how the story was intended to go. Yeah, you finally get to the end, like, hey, you're not supposed to be here. And then guards show up, and you just like, all right, zap, you're dead. Guess I am supposed to be here. Maybe I shouldn't have worn a robe. Wasted a bunch of time. <laughs> it, it was, ugh. Yeah, fuck those quests. And fuck not giving us a checkpoint when you've already made it five minutes in. All right? <laughs> Um, I don't know. I think that's I think that's all we got, Russ. So I want to talk about anything else. Life skills. Oh, life skills got. got a big update, and uh, I'm actually very happy for them. I think alchemy. The alchemy ones are coming. Um, so trading's been updated. I hear hunting and gathering both are fucking insane now in BDO, and uh, yeah, I don't know if I'll ever partake, even though I know. I know six months from now, it's going to be one of those things like, LOL, you still grind? I make four <laughs> bill a day live scaling for only one hour. And it's like, all right, well, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, we uh, are we not going to talk about the uh, Calfion Ball part two thing? Oh, yeah. It's coming March 10th. Has a countdown. Yeah. Your thoughts? Yeah, big countdown. I mean, what the hell is it for? Is there new content? Like, is it... what? I'm so confused. Well, they're they're probably gonna have they're gonna have this big thing about the new region, I'm sure. Um, which nobody will care about because it's been out in KR for so long, but they'll be like, NA, you get ready for the new region. They're probably gonna have teaser for the new class that they showed the silhouette of at the last thing. Um, probably going to reveal arenas, most likely, I think. Um, they'll be like, all right, here's what we added to arenas to make them unique and also not fun. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's probably it. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't know how you could have a content announcement ball when like the stuff from the last two balls is not out yet, but I guess we'll Unless, see. That's just how it I, works. Maybe, you know? like, maybe they also, uh, maybe they also like announce slash, uh, showcase the, uh, specialized light stones, the ones that like affect skills or something, because like that uh, might be a big thing. Worth, that that would like, be huge. Yeah, stuff. that would be huge. We'll see what's up with that. Four percent more damage on violation. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, that He's could be huge enough. if it was. Uh, if they did it right, that would be fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
Not really sure what else they have. It's not like there's going to be a new region. Maybe they'll announce... I, I don't even want to get my expectations up. I'm just going to ex expect them to announce the winter region is coming. Yeah. I mean, they're going to do winter region for NAEU. They're going to do new class, the Dragon Knight Lady. Um, they're going to do arenas. I don't know. I don't know what else they would do. Maybe they announce the next like global siege they're going to work on since RU uh, versus EU got canceled. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that got canceled. It ended up being tied 1-1. So the the third and final match is not uh not happening. Not happening. Yep, so I don't know. We'll see how it uh we'll see how it goes, I suppose. I'm I'm interested to see what they're gonna what they're gonna bring up because they they explicitly said in the last thing that they're gonna they're not gonna announce things that are just kinda like ideas anymore. Which means a lot of their announcements. Which means there, sh there should be a really short ball of them. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is like most of what the balls have been have been like, oh, here's what we're working on, and then they just get canceled because they're just like vague ideas that never get implemented. So if they're taking all of those out, there's not much to talk about. I don't think so. Jay, Jay oh, hammers. Be interesting. Say what? Jay hammers. Jay hammers. Uh, Are we getting the hammer? Probably, actually. That'll be nice. Hammers are always fun, aren't they? All right. Comment section? Comment section? Comment. Wait, why am I feeling like we forgot something? We could talk about uh, the beast mode transformers. Okay, I guess we didn't forget anything. I, I thought we forgot something, but I guess yeah. not. All right, do you want me to do the comments, or do yeah. you, you going to do them? Can I join the call so you guys can poke holes in my proposed RBF reward structure I made in 30 minutes afterwards? You could join right now. Are you available, Choice? Let's fucking go. Join right now. And we'll have to restart the call, I think. Do we have a group with him already since he was on recently? Let me see. Hmm... No. All right, let me create one real quick. Yeah, um, just make one. Unless he unfriended me, which is typical. Wow. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, can we just join the... Uh, can we just join the... Uh, oh, this is uh, already done. Here we go. I was going to say, couldn't we just join the partner podcast Discord, but... Hello there. What's up, man? What's up? First of so, all, wait, wait, before we get to your RBF thing, how wrong is Reslar for hating that you have to progress in order to get to endgame content? I don't know. He might have a good point based on the reward structure for this RBF that I'm about to show you guys. All right. Oh, shit. So the reason, so that whole conversation sparked my interest in like, how would an actual RBF reward structure look if you were to do it in a way that could potentially not be abused. Now, I just started developing this while I was listening to the podcast. So, you know, this is why I want you guys to poke holes in my little spreadsheet that I have here. Okay. I linked it in the chat or in the uh, Discord. Access requested. Yep, same. Oh, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me uh, <laughs> make it public. Okay, that'd be nice. Mm -mm -mm. Okay, now it's public. 
All right, let's try this. Okay. So let me explain because right. it's a lot to take in. Okay, what are we looking at? Is everybody at? looking at it right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so here's the idea. Um, as you can see based on the bullet points, the rewards are based on your performance in RBF. So the reason why I think that a performance-based RBF reward system has to work is because there has to be scalability. A person that has very high gear score can grind for very large amounts of money per hour. So therefore, the time spent in RBF should be sort of relating to your gear score in some way where you should generally be performing better the higher your gear score is. So that is why I have it in a scaling, in a scaling manner here. So captures of points, right? So we're talking about the Valencia RBF. Okay. Capture the points will say they're worth three points each. Kills are worth one point each. So that way there, it has players that want to get objectives while also, you know, you're going to get kills while you are playing those objectives. And generally, the more you kill, the more easy it is to capture an objective because you can't, can't be contested, right? All right. Yeah. So then number three, the silver reward maxes out at 230 mil per RBF for the number one player. So if you look at the table here, it says for the victor reward, the first place player reward is going to be 230 mil in the total earned category. Mm -hmm. However, there are some modifiers that are taken into account here to prevent abuse. So the first modifier you might notice here is how many players are there at the end of the match. This is to prevent people from joining an RBF at dead hours and joining with two friends on either side and reaping a whole bunch of rewards when there's only four people in the RBF. So the reward scales based on the number of players that are in that RBF when the timer hits zero okay. or the you know victory happens. You then get a multiplier rating based on how well you did. So it scales down by two every time if you are first, second, third, whatever. So this is basically your reward for performing well as your multiplier. It also takes into account your total time in the match. So if somebody joins an RBF with 10 minutes left, that means that if they were only in there for a total of 10 out of the 20 minutes, their total time in the match was only 50%, which means that the amount of silver that they're going to earn is going to be cut in half because they were only participating in half of that RBF. Right. So this is to prevent players from being able to join six RBFs in an hour if they join every 10 minutes compared to three if they're at 20 minutes every time. Okay, and makes so, sense. I like it so far. Yeah. So that's to prevent that abuse of, um, you know, this is to control basically how much money is the total theoretical maximum, which would be three times 230 mil. So the most that a player could ever get from doing an hour of RBF would be 690 mil. This would assume that they win every single game and they got, they were the MVP every single time. For 100% and, of the time in all three of the matches, all 20 minutes. Yep. Yep. And they'd have to be in for an entire 60 minutes. Um, it, it could not be, you could not get higher than this. It would be the, the maximum you could ever get. Okay. Right. So <clears throat> yeah. number four point here, max reward is scaled the number of players in the match plus percentage of time in the match. The reason why it's 20 minutes being 100%, even though a lot of Valencia RBFs only last 13 minutes because of the point cap reaching mm -hmm. is because Castle Ruins is still a thing. And I assume that if a actual real reward structure for PvP is put into place, all these RBFs are going to be a lot more populated, and therefore people are going to be doing Castle Ruins, people are going to be doing Valencia, maybe even Garmoth will see something. So this applies to all three 
um, okay. where the other, so I will, the one last comment about the reward structure is this, there is no way to reward a DP player. Like I, I rack my brain DP players, like unless you're just out there capturing hella points, like I can't possibly figure out how to make the rewards scale based on your DP and, and it would just yeah, I'm just well, sorry to the DP still, players. It still kind of would if they do play objectives, right? Like, maybe they wouldn't get first, but they could definitely maybe. be in the top 10 by capturing points, because, I mean, you can yeah. capture points at a clip. Like, think about it. At the end of a 20-minute RBF, people have, what, anywhere from 20 to 50 kills, right? But if you capture, if you capture what, 10 points and then steal, like, three or four kills, like, you still have 30, you know? You're still, like, up there. But question is there not a way to add some sort of like contested like defense sort of time so like the longer you're on your point which is currently being contested by the enemy maybe you get like one point every like i don't know like 15 seconds or some shit like that that's a good idea yeah this is exactly why i wanted to uh take it to talk to you guys about is because i developed this in like 30 minutes listening to the podcast so there's definitely a lot of holes that you can poke yeah. in it Yes. So, yes, and also in regards to time on point is definitely good. Yeah, I wanna yeah, I contested want, point, I would say. Uh, I wanna sure. give some counter counterpoints potentially. And you, you give me your thoughts on it. So one, yeah. I'm guessing you're calling it silver reward because we don't have anything else to like you'd have to break down what items you'd want if you wanted to break it down so it's not just raw silver, or do you think yeah. it should just be raw silver and nothing else? So at this point in the game, um, the orcs is just raw silver and orcs is not going away. So I figure, you know what? We've had over a year now or almost a year of Elvia and orcs and straight up just raw silver being pumped into the game that who cares? You know what? Like if, if PA thinks that it's okay to pump this much raw silver into the game, then pump it in, baby. Like just let it happen. So. You know, I see a lot of players that are going to be grinding orcs are probably going to switch over and start doing a lot more RBF. So whether they get the silver from orcs or whether they get the silver from PVPing, I really don't feel that this is going to have a massive effect on the economy. And if PA is willing to leave orcs at massive silver, then I don't see why they would have much of an issue with this. Okay. Um... I mean, I, I partially agree. I still think it would probably be better if there was some sort of items, but I don't know. Uh, also, yeah. I hate orcs, and it, I f hate the state that orcs is. Um, Doesn't that just kind of feel like a if you can't beat them, then join them sort of thing? Well, the other thing that gets confusing is like, okay, so we have Gyphons that just came out, and the amount of money you made per hour there was like 950 mil. You're making crazy money. Now... Tongrad belts drop, Tongrad next drop, Forest Furies drop, Corrupted Crystals drop, and all of a sudden the spot is worth a lot less. So the thing about PA is that they are not very good at continuously monitoring grind spots and seeing how the effect on the economy is playing a role in how good that spot is. Kratuga is dead. Like the fact that Elkars are 130 mil, the only thing that was keeping Kratuga keeping going is the fact that the prices of Elkars were really good and you could get a 330 mil payout every single time you got one of those. But now the spot is just so trashed here. And 
the fact is, is they're going to do nothing about it ever. And so if we put in RBF rewards that are contingent on marketplace prices and all of a sudden it becomes popular and then, you know, it starts pushing the prices down, we're never going to get an RBF revamp on rewards ever again. If this ever comes into the game, which is a miracle in the first place, you can guarantee that it's never going to be looked at again. I have one critique over this. Can you rename those places as the first sword of... (laughs) The first, first sword, sword of Shanghun. Yeah, the Valencia. To, these first player reward needs a title, man. You didn't put titles in there. I want to be yeah. called the oh. first sword of Valencia. Um, I, I I still think I, I still think I want to push back against the, the, the silver thing though, because I, I feel like the fact that Orcs is pumping in so much silver into BDO's economy could possibly be maybe not solved but partially dealt with if there were more avenues of obtaining actual items and materials i i I think that orcs pumping so much silver into the economy wouldn't be as much of a problem if there were more ways of getting like accessories and enhancing materials and things of that nature and so if you took something like this rbf rewards and you converted the silver amount into some sort of uh like item based rewards i think that it would help deal with the problem that is orcs right now and i still think orcs should be nerfed it's too much money it's too much silver per hour but i think that it would help deal with that um uh, quite a bit yeah actually ideally it would be cool to cut the silver exactly in half and then have like players be able to choose between like cron stones dust things that kind of have stood the test of time although those are like the only two things i can think of that <laughs> yeah, have stood the know, test of was, time rewards for kafras rewards for crons um crons would be like, so those nice are... man like just to alleviate the incessant need for ordering costumes which is just like the most awful system in my opinion it would be nice to be able to like slowly build up cronstones over time doing something in the game Mm. yeah i mean that could be an interesting thing because that actually incentivizes people that do want to enhance their gear like let's say you're a new player and you want to enhance um a pen Eggs glove and you're like okay i need 460 crons if i go can go into rbf and i can do 13 rbfs and that equals one pen beg click then i don't know that could be something that could be something that people would be motivated to do rbfs for and that would also help a lot of the eu problems that they cannot get cron stones as easily so maybe they, I mean, even if they, even if they made it where it's like everybody needs crowns. So even if they made it where it's half of the reward is like instead of two hundred and thirty mil, you get like a hundred crowns and then a hundred and thirty mil. Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm like that. God, could that'd work. be sick. That would be cool. Um, I mean, I I like it. Um, except. The argument that was presented to me when I was arguing for something like this or just arenas that also have something like this is does it not destroy the very fabric of this game? The foundation it was built on is just PvE. Is it not, Choice? So the thing is, is that you can PvE in the game and you can still come out better than if you go into this RBF. So the base reward is 50 mil. 
And right off the bat, seasoned players can make at least like 200 mil per hour um, on loot scrolls going to sulfur. So even if you are a brand new player, you still can make better money grinding. And even as an end game player, the majority of people, like let's say that you are a 650 gear score player. If you mm-hmm. went into RBF as a as that type of a player, you're probably going to hit. Maybe you'll be in the top fifteen. You'll probably be in the top ten. Maybe I'd say. By being a top ten player, you're still only making 122 mil times three in a perfect situation, where you win every single time, and so grinding is still going to be highly worthwhile because people can grind for 450 mil 500 mil an hour when they're at 650 gear score whereas their reward for this rbf is going to definitely be lesser and the whole point here is that all of these rewards are lesser than if you just go out grind however you are being actually like i would take a 200 300 mil pay cut a lot more often if i could pvp instead of have to grind and the whole point is not to surpass grinding and make it right. where the open world is no longer something that people go to. But the idea is to, you know, at least give it an avenue where players like Reslar who just want to go in and PvP and do objective-based PvP and they want to be able to sort of progress their gear and also feel like you're rewarded for progressing your gear. The more gear, the stronger you are, the more kills, the more you're able to capture points, the more money you're going to make. So it scales just like grinding. So that's why I think this would be a really good implementation. Um, what's the average here? Like, what do you, what do you suspect an, an average player, let's say, I don't know, out of... Are, is this first through whatever based on... Um, all 60 players in the RBF or the 30 on their team? 30 on the team. Okay. So there's a So he has it separated by winners and losers, yeah. Yeah, so if you're in the winners bracket, you get bonus rewards for being in the top 15. If you're in the losers bracket, you get bonus rewards for being in the top 10. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what is like the average you'd make, would you say, in an hour then? Well, that depends. Are you a Sork or a Musa, or are you like a Suck Nova? I, mean, I, I was just like told a... this morning, first thing when I started streaming, is that they shouldn't have nerfed Musa, that they took all its damage away, and now Zerker's running rampant, and they should revert the nerf. So, you know, Musas can't do anything. Choice, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, okay. <laughs> so then, I guess if you were a Sork, then you'd probably, you know, you'd earn the full... 690 mil an hour and you'd learn the whole 690 mil because you'd win every time and you get first well, every time but if you're a musa you'd probably just get like the 35 mil every three <laughs> you know you'd probably just get 105 mil every hour it'd be but the know. thing is the sork also has to compete with all the other sorks so they aren't that's guaranteed true. to win that is true yep so that's where the gear score comes into play right that scalability they just, they, just I, they just i frame the loss and they end up in the winner's bracket Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, I'm I'm not sure exactly what the average would be because, you know, I think the average victor, obviously, would be getting fifteenth because that's exactly in the middle. So they'd be getting, um, eighty four mil. Wait, no, hundred and eighty four mil if they win all three of their matches or all you know, hundred eighty four mil an hour. One eighty six. Yeah, one eighty six. Yeah. Um, yeah, 
Whereas that's for that's and that's not even guaranteed, right? Like you're on average, you're going to let's say that each round, let's just make the math easy. Most RBFs are 15 minutes because point cap reaches. So that means you're doing four rounds, right? So let's say that you're an average player. You're doing four rounds, which means that you're in 75% of matches mm. as a victor, which means that you're going to be getting 46 mil twice. And then you're going to be getting 35 mil twice. So that would be uh, 46.5, 46.5 times two, and then you'd be getting 70 equals, you'd be getting 163 mil an hour, pretty much guaranteed as an average player. Right. Which is pretty good and fair. And bad. like people That's would be able bad. to live with that. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, that would actually be, you know, something that would make a lot of players happy. But even if you were, even if you just went in and you had no gear, the basically the lowest amount you could ever make in an hour is 105 mil. And realistically, you're probably going to make 100 and... Wait. Yeah, if you have no you're gear, you're making hop on a trial, pop drafts and perfumes, and you could easily be in the middle. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. But yeah, the the low end would be 105 mil. And I figure for, you know, players of such stature of as yourself, Frosty, you're probably going to be making, you know, if you get first place every single time, which, you know. Hey, actually, maybe I would because I am an objective player. Yeah. (laughs) I capture the points. And you win every time, right? So 690 mil. And also the other thing is this is plus seals. So... I guess I can't put a plus. But anyway, it's it also RBF seals too. Because um those are a thing. So you'd get 230 mil plus whatever Victor RBF seals are currently in the game. What do you get? 10 or something? I don't win that much, by the way. I have Lane Kiffin on a busted ass Valk that moves too fast against me all the time. So I end up getting screwed <laughs> yeah. that way. You know how it is. You've probably seen you probably haven't seen him because he zips around. It's hard to see. But well, let's say that you're you're a fourth place type of player. And for the most part, you're in 75% of the matches. Mm. Um, and you're in 75% of the matches. This means that you're going to get 145 mil times two. So let's just round it off to 300 mil plus another 137 times two, or no, 100, 111 times two. So you're going to be making about 500 and. You know, let's just say 500 mil an hour about. Minus whatever input costs. So whatever drafts you use or whatever villa buffs or whatever or whatever else you get. Which that would be really, really, really good. How much do you make grinding right now, Frosty? Uh, I mean, if I'm at if I'm at orcs and I'm actually trying hard and popping all my buffs, it's like 800 mil, 850 an hour. With a yellow. Okay. Or at, if I'm the at Sakraya, like between four and 500. With a yellow? No, with the blue. With a blue. Okay. I don't grind yellow at Sakraya, you know? Not, we don't have unlimited yeah. loot scrolls out here. All right. So, you know, to earn 500 mil from an RBF, and like from RBFs in an hour, mm-hmm. like that'd be pretty damn good for you. 
Yeah. yeah, it'd be hard. I mean, it'd be hard to actually even outpace the Sacrea just because if, eventually you're going to get on a team where you're stuck in your base or whatever, you know, like some random imbalance team where your whole yep. team is just getting farmed and it's like you end up in 1v5s and it just doesn't work out. So, yeah, I, I like I like the idea a lot. My Here's my question. Would this, let's say hypothetically speaking, they do release a 3v3 and or a 1v1 arena that's just basic they don't add any crazy weird shit to it would this system work and or be applicable to arenas yeah so arenas would be a tougher one because now you're not it's not a team-based thing it's now you know a lot smaller of a scale and so unless the teams could be like guaranteed randomized it'd be really hard to reward that type of activity because there's a lot more room for abuse well it's like right lost art is you know uh pub based That's well i assume bdo or well i don't i guess i don't know what bdo would end up being but yeah i don't even think the i imagine really what is gonna end up being <laughs> i imagine because of the amount of money you can make grinding and life skilling and potentially if this version of rbf existed just having like a reduced version of this system would be fine. Where you math it out and it nets you, maybe if you're just nothing but winning for a full hour, you're making 340 mil. And then if you're just losing the whole time, you're making like 75 or something like that, you know? Where it's just not, it's yeah. not quite as significant, um, but it's not, it doesn't promote some sort of abuse as much because if you really want to just make money you just go grind for five times that or three times that you know yeah yeah so can you guys think of any ways that people could abuse this because i tried that's always the thing about um you know you guys are talking about pvp being rewarding but then getting abused um you know you said castles right people will trade castles back and forth everything's all scripted you know people literally trade node war rewards like people let people keep tier fours like anything that's rewarding in this game so far is is yeah. very much abused but i think that having you know having the thing where it's like how many players at the end of the match means that that's going to stop people from like boosting where you, you go in with a small number of players and try to you know give everybody the best rewards because let's say that for example you try to boost this right first place player reward is at the end of the match is 60 people but let's say you're boosting and there's only two people on either side well now your first place reward goes down to 62 mil which at that case the base reward for a regular rbf is already 50 so what are you boosting 12 mil for that right. rbf right yeah. like it's like very unabusable I um and then the same thing with people that are joining every 10 minutes. You know, if you're only in there for 50% of the match, then you get 50% of the reward. So that prevents people from that too. Well, yeah. I always... I, the, first go, thing, go the, fir the first thing that came to my mind about what was abusable with this would be, um, I thought back to the old Modern Warfare 2 days uh, back in the olden times when people would... Uh, they would get their friend on the enemy team and they would just like kill them over and over again for EXP. Um, especially on something like Valencia RBF, where there's corners that people never really go to. 
I, mm. I would say maybe there's something you can add where if you keep killing the same person like over and over and over again without maybe killing other people in between, it's like not worth a point anymore at a certain point. Like maybe if you kill the same person three times in a row and then you kill them a fourth time, that fourth time doesn't actually give you a point or something like I that. Do or wonder. Or Go ahead, Nashi. To, to kind of expand on that, Rizzler, I like the idea. Maybe kind of treat it like how League does it. Like, if you continually kill the same person that hasn't killed someone themselves, um, then they just continuously lose their effectiveness on giving you gold, for example, in League's case. But in this case, it would be, like, point value for your uh, for where you are. So if they, you know, kill someone and whatnot, this would at least make it so that you know that they aren't necessarily just inting because they're bad they just maybe are having a bad matchup versus you per se and you just keep running into them because there might be scenarios where you would run into them multiple times i do wonder if this would be abused because you know let's say that that happens right if somebody goes and they're you know their friends in the enemy team and you're like hey hey man do you want to feed me kills for an hour so that way there I can make less money than grinding and you make literally nothing? <laughs> like, yeah, see, it's not there's know, not really a good incentive for everybody, right? Because there's always going to be that the per- player on the other end, right? You're make that player is making 105 mil an hour, and you're making 600 mil an hour, but you both could have just went out and grinded and you right. collectively would have made more. But uh, but people do that, man. I'm telling like. Did you not play Call of Duty back in the day? Like, people definitely do that. They're like, yeah, I don't mind just, like, getting shot in the head, like, for an hour so that you can, you know, get this whatever you need. But that's like, the thing. That it's like, happens. in that situation, though, why wouldn't you just go run a, a fucking Suck Nova or a Tamer on a tower? You know what I mean? Like, in that situation, it's not that beneficial, so there's not really any point in doing it. You could do it, and there will probably be people doing it. But it's like so inefficient that you don't need to do it. Like you can do this is why choice, like when you said that those examples that I used earlier in the show, those are that's me pushing back. I actually can't stand the whole, well, it'll be exploited, so just don't do it. Because it's like everything is fucking exploited. So yeah. leaving out content that a bunch of people want and don't want to exploit and actually just want to do for fun and get rewards for because it's potentially exploitable is the lamest excuse ever since everything is exploitable in this game like it there's no cap on grinding mobs there's no like someone watching you there's no security on like how you're doing it or where you're doing it or what you're doing so it's like dude you if you're actually gonna exploit in a system like this where it's like at absolute best rate you're getting 600 mil an hour why wouldn't you just go exploit at a grind spot or somewhere where you make a significant amount more it's never made any sense to me to just not allow content because of potential exploits. Obviously, you want to try to avoid them as much as possible, but to just be like, nah, we're not implementing it because it might be abused. And like with the arenas too, it's like, well, people could win trade. And it's like, okay, then put systems in place that kind of help prevent it a little bit and make it like not that efficient to do. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, for the, record, I, for the record, I'm not saying this to say don't implement yeah, no, no, I know, I know, I know you're not. I'm just know, yeah, making yeah. a point. Other people to... say things like that. Yeah, it, and and first and foremost for this stuff, uh, choice. I, they really need to fix the queuing aspects. Like the fact that you could queue up for any battlefield, and it's just for some reason lopsided for like the first couple minutes. It doesn't make sense to me. 
Like, I don't understand why they still haven't figured out a Q system that actually functions properly. Well, hopefully their new ranked arena Q system will be good. And uh, Well, if it's MMR-based, I, I mean, it's going to put you against people that are winning around the same amount as you, right? Like, that's typically oh, the whole point of MMR ELO is to keep you normally around a 50% win rate. Um, and then you end up against people that are about winning about the same as you. So it almost yeah. like works itself out in a way. But with RBF, there's obviously no ranking, so it's just completely random. Yeah, but not only that, is it random, it's just like it's like which side you get put on is seemingly random and it just ends up for some reason being lopsided majority of the time. I think that RBF could definitely benefit from that type of an MMR system where even if it's not explicitly shown right like let's say that for example someone like frosty right your win rate's probably at least like 90 percent of your rbs right so you know if they're if you you would get matched up with somebody that only wins maybe 10 percent of their rbfs and that way they're kind of you know mat the matchmaking system sort of sorts itself out a little bit instead of just being like oh this team has 15 people and this team has 14 people I guess we put them on the team with 14. Like, even though the 14 people could be like all 700 gear score and the 15 people could all be seasonal characters, like, or I guess, you know, not seasonals, but low gear score players, they would, it just doesn't make sense, right? Like, it doesn't take into account gear score. It doesn't take into account win rate. It doesn't take anything other than 14 is less than 15. And that's what makes it so imbalanced. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I don't think it even does that. I'm, I'm pretty confident it doesn't even take into account when people leave, and it just puts one person on each team one at a time. Maybe, maybe, dude. the The thing is that's always been baffling about that is a they had a system on Global Labs for a while and then just abandoned it, and the idea of it was a pretty cool. It was sort of like a, uh, like a a one. So it would take the highest geared person, they would be on team A, and then the next highest geared person would be on team B, and the next highest geared person after that would be on team B, and then the fourth highest person would be on team A, and then from that point just back and forth for the rest of the way down, which is exactly how team battle that's already in our game works. So it's very odd that they don't just do that. Um, and then at, obviously at a point, like after, if you do the first 10 or 12, you know, people leave or come back, like you can't just do it forever. So at some point you have to just let people in, but at least have started off feeling somewhat balanced and then go from there. I don't know. It, it's like very weird that they don't do anything to prevent that sort of thing. Um, and now I don't run into it as much as like Nayashi is saying, like, I don't think an overwhelming majority of the matches are completely one-sided. Um, it's usually just the first couple of minutes you notice it like really harshly, you know? You and your four other players on your team versus like the 10 for some reason mm -hmm, mm -hmm. initially for the first couple of minutes. You're just like, what the fuck? And then you have to wait like five, 10 minutes in order for it to like actually even out properly. And it's yeah. just like by that point, the game's kind of like almost set and done, you know? Like you already know the outcome because the other team just literally had such a huge advantage. They could took control of all the points initially. I know they implemented systems to kind of help. Yeah, the new system definitely makes this yeah, easier to come back. Yeah, I know they did that, and it, and it does help. But it's like, why even have the problem in the first place? Just have a better queue up system that accounts for the player count a little bit better. And they like that's been an issue for years, ever since RBF was introduced. You know, it's it's not like a new thing. 
Yeah. But yeah, that's a separate issue from choices topic. Anyway, I, I like this system. Um, is it abusable? Maybe, but you'd have to like kind of correct it and see what people come up with. I think people would be, even if it was abusable, I think people would be far more accepting of this than what currently is going on. Yeah, the current rewards feel really bad. And I also, am, I'm a little bit weary on the raw silver stuff too, but the problem is, is like over time, materials are not, like you don't want to, you can't put an accessory in there because then that accessory is just going to tank. Yeah, and then your value yeah. for what you get is awful. Yeah. Or if they introduce a new region and then all of a sudden all those accessories are no longer the, the top tier and not as viable anymore, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All those situations are possible. At least with the silver, you can easily increment that based on, you know, the current market. Choice, before we move on to the comments, do you... what? What's your opinion on the uh, the Gaifen changes in Global Labs? Um, yeah. So from what I understand, it seems like they're making it where while the mobs are sort of waking up, like after you hit them, they will take a lot of reduced damage, and then you also can't double pull anymore. Is that is that pretty much the majority I believe of the big so. changes? That's how I understand yeah. it as well. Yeah. So for me. I do the double pulls um, about 66% of the time because I can't do it on one of the statues that I like to farm at. And I kill the guard and the purple dude almost before they even do their first attack. Like the pur the purple guy's dead before he does his first attack. The blue guy does one at swipe and he's dead. And so for me, it's going to be a pretty massive nerf. Like depending on how tanky they make them, if they make them as tanky as the killing one without a buff like let's that's probably what they would do um then i think that the spot is pretty much gonna be significantly worse than what orcs in bloody monastery is at and for a spot that actually is going to require a lot of gear score it requires a lot more attention and it can you know you can die there i feel that the the change is pretty unjustified I would much like I understand the double pulling thing. That's obviously a bug and there's definitely classes that cannot partake. So nerfing that is a good thing. But to then go ahead and nerf the amount of damage they do in the wake up phase when in reality they should have just made the wake up phase faster is probably stupid because, yeah, why does it take eight seconds for the flamen to wake up? How come that's my problem now? Like just because I have so much just because I have the damage right to kill him in those eight seconds, why is why am I being punished for that? And because I'm being punished for that, it just means that now the spot's just dead because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go and grind there for six hundred mil an hour. I'm just gonna go somewhere I can make eight hundred mil an hour. Which leads me to my follow up. Do you think orcs and bloody are too good? And if you could make a change, would you bring every other spot up? Or do you think that that spot needs to be brought down or something changed with the spot at all? Those two spots. I, I Orcs more so than bloody, but... Yeah, I, I don't think that... I don't think orcs and bloody should be brought down um, for a very basic reason is the ship is sailed and it would be unfair to players that put in... 500 hours of orcs at an inflated level 
to then all of a sudden nerf it down by a lot and then those players just reap those benefits straight up so it would have been it, it pretty much has to be where they have to bring up all the other spots so that way they're it's just not it's it's just fair for everybody and not you know unfair that this person made so much money at orcs over their 500 hours and now you make 20 or 30 percent less um for your 500 hours post nerf do you, see i don't i don't feel that strongly that it has to be that way because like i i don't know like it wasn't really and i know it's a totally different thing but it that didn't really happen with like um like sea monster hunting they didn't just like bring everything up they just nerfed it and while yes that was unfair mm -hmm. it was like after a few months it was like you get it you get it and i'm not even saying like orcs needs to be brought down let's say let's just say it's 850 mil an hour right i'm not saying it needs to be brought down to 500 i'm just saying like isn't it reasonable to make it 690 or 700 where it's still really really good like arguably I mean, it could still even be the best spot, but does it have to be the best by the margin that it's the best currently? Yeah, that's true. Your sea monster hunting uh, example is certainly true. But, I mean, I guess this is another sea monster hunting situation where they left it unchecked for <laughs> yeah, too long. for so long. <laughs> oh, and they like buffed it twice after it came out. It doesn't even make any sense. They yeah. made it better. That's so weird. Yeah, I mean, I could see them moving it down. And when they do move it down, then the price of accessories and all other things would likely fall. Not, not significantly, but right. um, there would be an effect because the more silver pumped into the economy means the more everything costs in general. So, yeah, I don't know. I think that it, to answer your question, whether it's, whether it's nerfing the spot or whether it's buffing all other spots, I think it's a lot easier just to nerf the spot. Right. it's one spot <laughs> um so yeah i'm i think that it does need to be addressed and i think that they should just rework the spot like i don't think that the spot should be that much raw silver mm -hmm. no, just yeah add in add in something else add in some other thing that's just not raw silver and even bloody monastery like that's still i mean it's not as bad because the price of lunar necks can go down like bloody monastery became really bad money when Lunanex were like 120 mil and now they're 200 or probably i don't know i haven't looked at the price in a while but 200 mil um makes the spot actually competing with bloody or orcs i mean so right and uh lastly are are you surprised that pat after the uh the lawn musa and uh maywan nerfs that we've gotten no significant balance changes since then which is now what over a month yeah well i mean it's two months now actually since the reworks have been out yeah. and the fact that we only see one change is pretty crazy you know they they pretty much just lied because they did say they were going to be closely monitoring everything and making regular changes and we did not see anything other than that one so yeah because you know range damage is perfectly fine as is Zerkers are, you know, they're balanced, right? Yep. Seems yeah, to be what they're implying. Yeah, it's well, maybe odd. that is what they're implying. <laughs> maybe the maybe the balancers think that the game does not require more changes, and you know, 
Well, then I, I would I would hope they would well, come out and say that we're basically done with the changes, and then they could see the feedback after that, which is going to be, you know, not positive. I, I think they've fallen. I think they've fallen into the trap of there's this new gear coming out soon with artifacts, and we don't want to like make any big changes before we see what the effects of that are. That's honestly what I think is happening. That could be. Artifacts? That's not going to have that kind of impact. Another potential thing is that because they apparently shifted so many devs onto the reworks from other projects, and now people are saying, where's our content? They might have switched all those people onto, I don't know, doing other stuff so that we can actually get some content. Very small little balancing team that's left over, if any. <laughs> He's just not able to do anything. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I just think it's so weird that the same guy that's drawing the 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 animations for new content in the new region over by Port Rat is also the guy that decided Flash Slash should be an iframe twice in a row with no stamina <laughs> cost. <laughs> you know, it's odd to me, but. I guess that's how I mean, it is. I want to. I want to believe it's not that way. Like they have <laughs> hundreds of devs, but the, I don't know why. Yeah, you you actually been that. on site, right? Yeah. Well, I'm pretty yeah. sure they they said in their their report, their yearly report, that didn't they have like two hundred or four hundred or something. It was like it's hundreds lot, of devs. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot of people. And I can't remember if that was just solely for BDO or not. Even I have to look at that report again. Weren't, oh my god, they're sending all the balance devs to Doki V. Weren't you I on a... Uh, didn't you get to do a, a coding clinic with them? Didn't you create one of the uh, the pets? Choice while you were out there? No. I wasn't yeah. even allowed past the glass doors. I just got to see the common areas. That's okay. In case something secret happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you see them acting out the balance changes with costumes in IRL, and you're like, wait a minute. What's going yeah, on? I saw, I saw one of the devs <laughs> IRL acting out how desync was to Jay. So. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. You'd probably see just 120 people full-time working on making Dark Knight wax figurines. That's what's actually going on <laughs> over there. <laughs> probably. It's just 800 bucks a pop, dude. That's where all the money is. Yeah, can't lie though. If they made a Zerker one, god damn. Dude, I'd <laughs> and, uh, buy one in a second. I would take a Raid Shadow Legend sponsorship for sure. <laughs> All right. Choice, what do you what do you respond to this type of response? Uh this guy Sabzi says they have like five people on BDO. This guy thinks there are hundreds of people on BDO. Is that why you have no content for two plus years now? The dumb shit choice says LOL. I kind of zoned out. What did you say? <laughs> I don't. The thing is, is like I don't know why. Like I get we're in a little bit of a content drought, but like to say we've got nothing for two years is just dumb. It's factually. It's just yeah. Factually. Yeah, yeah. No, there's a lot of stuff we gotten. Yeah, tons. It's just dumb. It. Yeah, it's weird. But I think that the fair comment is, the gameplay loop of BDO has not changed very much in two years. Yes, that, still, that is true. You're still doing the same yeah. shit. 
Right. So when people make that comment, I think that's what they're referring to is that, hey, two years ago, I was making laps at a grind spot. Two years later, I'm making laps at a grind spot. So I think that is a fair statement. And that is why I think that BDO needs a pretty big overhaul in what that gameplay loop is. I, you know, I think that there should be a lot more variety in things that people are able to do. And part of that is why this, you know, RBF reward system would be nice. You can BP yeah. for a couple hours, you can grind for a couple hours, you can do your dungeon, you can hit up some life skilling, like you can different you know. variety of ways to make similar money instead of just one thing being the best always. Yeah. I mean, none, none, of, none of what they do will ever compete with orcs, but yeah, I agree. No... I think if BDO had like a guardian raid or an abyssal type system, I think that would be so much fucking fun. Well, the Maybe I don't I'm see just how projecting the... Lost Ark onto it. No, well, I don't. I see for me now. I've done both. I don't see that much of a difference, at least between our current abyssals and the current dungeons in BDO. It's literally the same thing. You run through, kill the mobs, and then go do two bosses with mechanics. It's like yeah, literally the same thing. That's fair. Yeah. Um, now, should it have more of it? Maybe. Um, I mean, it's e see, that's I the guess, thing. It's I, guess like, the, it's I guess the problem is it's easy to jump oh. into abyssal dungeons and whatnot because it's kind of like a requirement as far as your daily or your, well, in this and abyssal's part, it's weekly, but like guardian raids and abyssal dungeons is part of your like gathering of materials and whatnot. So it's kind of necessary, you know, necessary. And then, of course, you can just easily do the matchmaking and it'll part pair you up with a group to yeah. go and do it i, I think mean, that's what makes it hold on i gotta push back on a couple of things so one uh, alpha saying it's the same except one gives decent rewards i don't know which one you're referring to but abyssal dungeon rewards are all right so far in our game it, the dungeon rewards in bdo are actually like good it's like literally more efficient than grinding if you just run the two dungeons back to back with a good group and then etsu said easy mechanics which is like Sure, now, but people were complaining that it was way too fucking hard for the first three weeks when both dungeons released. That this is way too hard, no one's going to be able to do it, this is not possible. So yes, when you only have two dungeons, they feel incredibly easy, right? Because it's like, after a couple weeks, you just have it memorized and it's just mechanics. You just got to know the mechanics. But like, I mean, the same thing is going on right now in Lost Ark, at least for me. Like, all of those Abyssal Raids... They were like, oh my God, this is so hard. And then I did it twice and it's like, oh my God, this is so stupid easy. And it's like brain dead. Yeah. And then you you get super frustrated with some fucking new guy comes in and fucks everything up five times in a row. Yeah. I mean, when, when Sikrakia came out, if people were like tilted, like it was like, this is way too hard. And yeah, it, it's RNG to get an amazing reward, but the baseline reward, even if you get a base accessory, plus all of the other materials you get, especially like what choice, a group now does the both dungeons in one hour, right? And now yeah. they're adding light stones to it. Like the baseline reward is like at absolute worst, like 320 mil for 30 minutes of work. And then on the second dungeon, I guess you could argue maybe the, if you get like an ethereal, it's only like 310 mil. But on average, like if you do it every every week, you're getting way more than that, like way more than that. So and that's like 600 and whatever, like the worst. If you get the absolute worst RNG, base drop, nothing good, you're getting like 600 mil in one hour. 
So I, I don't know. I don't think the rewards are that bad. It's just you need to do it efficiently is all. In fact, I don't, I think they're ridiculously good. Am I crazy? Like choice, are the rewards bad? No, they're not bad. The no, normal right. ones. The, rewards. the normal but ones are bad thing. for normal difficulty. Those rewards are bad. Or at least yeah. kind of bad. Yeah. So I will say my dungeon experience is pretty, like, if I go with a really good party that one shots it, the rewards are really good. But a lot of the time, my group will go with like three static people and then we'll get a couple pickup people. And sometimes it can feel really bad because, you know, you fail the final boss a lot um, for right. the part two dungeon. Mm -hmm. And so in that regard, you know, you're not making the best of money, but you're still having a like more fun time than you would be grinding because, you know, you poke fun at people for not seeing the flashing fish or whatever. Right. And so I don't know. I just I really like the dungeons. I think that there's a lot of people that have not tried them or not given them a fair chance or just saw what they were all about and and really just don't want the the hassle of having to get a party or get a static group and that's a fair criticism and that sort of stems from a couple reasons is like you have to have agris and not everybody is going to have agris whenever you just hit them up right like a lot of people use their agris and so you have to have this as something that you have to remember to have or just have to, you know, be lucky that the person you message has it if you're trying to get an extra person. And the second thing is like, if since it is weekly lockout content, a lot of people that are interested in the dungeon already have that static and therefore it's hard to get a team going because there people have already done it. It's a once a week thing. And so, yeah, I don't know. I just... I'm not a yeah. huge fan of weekly lockout content. If if the dungeon was something that you could run several times a week or, you know, more often than once, even if it was even more often than twice, which is they kind of made some changes to make it twice, it would make that pool of players a lot bigger because now you could be like, hey, want to do the dungeon? And somebody that already has a static knows that, hey, I could just run the dungeon right now and make good rewards. Maybe, so, if, you, yeah. maybe if you incorporate a rest... Uh, gauge you know that <laughs> I, I have a uh, I got a sorry the, so there's obviously choice and I'm sure on your stream you get this all the time parallels to Lost Ark and people comparing the two because Lost Ark is brand new and I love Lost Ark so I am sad that I keep being put in a position to where I have to defend video and seemingly bash Lost Ark but I don't mean to do it so Marker saying the thing about BDO is that in Lost Ark so far it feels really good. You could just do like 10 to 15 minute content and it feels really meaningful. Except that if you pug it or if you go with a group, you don't do 10 to 15 minute content. I find it interesting that in BDO, kind of what you said, Choice, that it feels really bad when you fail that last boss two or three times because the essence of BDO is like efficiency, 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 right? But in Lost Ark, we literally had multiple times now where we spent three or four hours doing a dungeon or a raid and just never finished it and walked away and made nothing. We got yep. nothing. We got no reward. We didn't complete it. We just walked out. We got nothing. It was completely inefficient and we got no reward, no pity reward, nothing. We walked away with zero. Zip. Actually, like, argue, we lost money because potions are expensive in that game. So there's also that. And then... The other thing too is we don't need a matchmaking system because we have or a, a party finder. We have a party finder. What we need 
or what people I think want is more of a traditional like matchmaking system to queue up. But the problem is the dungeons and BDO, the normal one isn't good enough to do a public queue where the rewards are worth it. And then the hard one is too hard to match up with just random people. Cause you're probably going to fail at least in the second dungeon. So like if we had a traditional matchmaking system, I think is more what people mean they want. Cause we actually do just have like this party finding ad system, which works literally the same as the lost Ark one. Um, but we don't have matchmaking where it just automatically cues you into other people that are queued. Um, which I guess would be really nice for the dungeon. But the thing is with the whole like, oh, well, it's meaningful in this game and it's not in this game. It's like, again, if you do it efficiently, it is actually good money in BDO. And if you fail it miserably, it's bad money in BDO. But if you fail it miserably in Lost Ark, it's also really, really bad. And I've been there like a bunch of times where we fit and it's tilting as fuck and you just leave like, God damn, I just wasted three hours. I got nothing. It so very tilting. Yeah, it's like definitely the same in, in both. I, I don't know. It's um And it's always because it's one fucking player and they just can't get their shit right. One, or someone DCs because you can't just get a filler to come in. Dude, you, you can't. What is that? That this is the first game I've ever seen. Lost Ark is the first MMO I've ever played where it doesn't replace people that disconnected. You're yeah, just fucked. Yep, you have to start over again. I've had that happen three or four times when I was trying to do the Alaric uh dungeon. It's just like I was stuck on that dungeon for days because either I'm I'm working with monkeys or there's DCs. Yeah. It's like the mechanics are so freaking easy and they just weren't fucking performing. And then you finally get a group that's working and someone DCs and they don't come back and it's just like, well, let's start again. Right. Yeah, and Mocker and, and Zelm, what you guys are saying, like I that's definitely true until like higher tier three or higher, uh, e even late tier two, like a chaos dungeon doesn't get, dude, I, I do both my chaos dungeons now in tier three. It doesn't even get me one single enhancement attempt. It literally gets me nothing. <laughs> so so yeah, the chaos dungeons like definitely start losing their value. I, I actually can't do a single attempt off of two chaos dungeons anymore. Go ahead. Choice. Here's what, what I would say? like to say about Lost Ark yeah. is Everybody needs to do a little self-check on themselves here and realize that when you are a brand new player in a brand new game, everything comes really fast. Hmm. It feels like you spend 15 minutes in a game and you're like, holy crap, I just got this much done and wow, my progression is going so fast. Yep. A lot of people are comparing BDO endgame being like, oh, I need to grind an hour to make any sort of money that matters. Whereas if you were a brand new one hour player in BDO, you would feel like you're flying through the progression. Yep. And so you guys are a bunch of Lost Ark noobs in a brand new game where the progression is supposed to be fast and rewarding exactly. so it can reward everyone's little monkey brain that wants to have progression, progression, progression. I want dopamine, dopamine, dopamine. That's mm -hmm. how games get you addicted is that fast progression in the beginning and then once you're addicted you're chasing that high but the high comes farther away because now you're end game so everybody needs to like realize that every game has this glory phase where you are starting the game as a new player there's so much to do and everything feels so new and everything feels so different and everyone's getting so much gear so fast and everything's cool and exciting and new talk to me in two years 
after you've been playing Lost Ark for two years. You'll probably be complaining about some bullshit about, about yep. Lost yeah. Ark in two no, years. For sure. For Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Maybe in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. And I do. And like, I don't know if you were here earlier, but I, I was saying like, I, I actually really love, I'm enjoying Lost Ark way more than I thought I would. But I, I, all of the, this list of issues, these list of complaints that people have for BDO that's like, well, thank God Lost Ark doesn't have this. And thank God Lost Ark doesn't have this. The more and more I play, the more and more I find, oh, like it does have this. It does do this. It does pull you down in this way. It does make you want to pay to win. It does make you uh, feel stuck. It does feel bad when you fail enhancements. Like that, that was like my big one early on in the show. It's like, oh, the enhancement system BDO is what made me want to quit. It feels so bad. And then I'm sitting there, dude, half my friend group's like, man, I don't know if I'm going to log on today because I, I, that feeling of failing sucks and I'm stuck, you know, and it's just I hate like comments. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. Nighter Riot in your chat. I hate comments like the differences BDO has digression by your gear. BDO yes. has no digression. Zero. None. Yep. Zero. You don't ever have to go. You down. can constantly make progress in this game all the way up until the 730 gear scroll you'll never reach because you're a fucking casual. You can buy everything that you could ever upgrade unless it's a Debereka, which you don't even need. So stop enhancing and just buy your shit. Yeah, exactly. And even when you even, say casual, I felt that in my soul. The thing with the, the downgrade thing, too, is that you're it, it's funny because it's just kind of like how it's viewed, like the way it actually works and the way it makes you feel. But you can use a backup item is the first thing. So your actual gear doesn't get downgraded because you should basically never be enhancing your normal gear that could go down. You almost always in the history of BDO, we've used a backup or promoted like you should have a backup piece. Otherwise, you're inting. But the other thing is like, yeah, if I fail a TED attempt on an armor, I get uh, it, it goes down. Right, it goes down to duo, but it is incredibly cheap to go for duo and pry and try. Like those initial parts are so cheap that it's not that impactful. It's a totally different experience. Where yes, in Lost Ark, your your gear doesn't downgrade, but you're now completely out of materials with no resource to gain new materials unless you pay actual cash. So you literally just sit there and look at and just know like the, today is over. Tomorrow yeah, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Even the argument of, well, somebody's got to do the enhancing, yo, get it from salt, get it from biohack, get it from people that enhance for money and accidentally hit pens on stuff or are literally making pen accessories for you to buy. There is always going to be this, there's always going to be a flow of people that are either quitting the game and are just tapping their stuff and going to hit it and sell it on the market. Or there's going to be people that are enhancing for profit because they do it in an efficient way and they don't have a, a fragile mental where they blow up their duo ogre ring and they fucking freak out about it. So you can buy your gear and there will always be stuff on the market for you to buy. And it, it's just such a poor excuse. It, it is it's no excuse at all. I have a fragile mental. I can't handle yeah. it. Well, that, that's the thing. I mean, that's the thing too. And, and even then, it's like for every person that doesn't like the enhancement system, there's some that do. I, I'm one of these people that have always kind of split my progression in BDO half and half, where some of my stuff is bought and some of it is enhanced because I know if I full focus on one or the other, I would get burnt out. And there's a lot of people that are like that. And there's so much stuff that I've sold or I've changed gear and had to resell. Like, yeah, someone has to enhance. You're, you're not wrong. 
But there's a lot of people that actually like the enhancement system or actually are okay with dealing with the enhancement system. Yep. It, it's not completely universal that everyone hates it. And the yeah, enhancement and system is unique in this game that it kind of makes like the entire economy go in a circle in in a weird way. Like everything kind of like goes in and out. Like you make, I don't know, BDO has this weird way of making materials that should not be worth anything actually still have value, like Akum armors and stuff for fail stacking, you know? Yeah, that's true. And the people that are saying like, nobody sells pen black stars. You don't need a pen black star. You can just Kafras a Zarka to C20. Mm -hmm. You will be stronger with that weapon in PvP than the Black Star. And wow, you're making 20 mil less an hour because you don't have a Black Star versus a Zarka. And that's probably an over-exaggeration. The difference between a Black Star and a Zarka is so minuscule. Like I could... The difference that I noticed from having double Black Star versus no Black Stars is legitimately such a small amount of the overall money per hour that you're actually earning that it's negligible unless you are just this really hardcore PV player that's like, I can't stand not having this extra monster damage. But do you go well, red? E even then, you on some classes, you get your pet capped anyway. So it doesn't even matter if you have a black star. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. Yeah, and when you go and grind the best spot in the game, you're going to get a bunch of weapons, right, from orcs, and your black star actually has no value. Yeah. <laughs> for half the time. Yeah, so... I don't know, yeah, that's always been my thing too, Choice. It's like, yeah, there's definitely, I'm not saying the BDO system is perfect. It's just like, I now, I, it's actually been an amazing experience learning, going through Lost Ark, just because I had two years of people telling me like, dude, it's great because it has no pay to win. It's awesome because the enhancement system is so rewarding. The game does nothing but respect your time. It hard promotes alts. And then like now when I'm like see through the cracks, like all of those things are untrue to some extent for some reason. There's like yep. a lot of that stuff is like I can tear down a lot of that stuff in because it's it's not completely true. It's just like if you're hyped about the game, it's it's typically either people that are overly hyped about Lost Ark, which is it is a great game and it's super fun and I highly recommend people try it and choice. You should be playing it. It's fun as hell. But uh, or it's the people that have decided after playing for 20,000 hours of BDO that they absolutely hate this fucking game and they're going to do everything they can to promote people to stop playing it. Everyone else in between is just kind of like, whatever. Yeah, seems fun, not for me. Don't like top-down view. Or, yeah, I just got tired of BDO. I played it for a long time, so I'm taking a break. You know, whatever it is. Normal people. Or, or the weirdos like me, where I'm just... I thoroughly enjoy both. Still makes four bill a day and gets all his stuff done in Lost Art. Is that is that your is that your way of doing things, Frosty? Of doing what? Still grinding like two to four bill a day and then getting all your shit done in Lost Art? I so the thing is in BDO with the way grinding works now and how much money you make is so I'm logging in overnight for the rewards and then I literally could grind one hour or ninety minutes to get a bill and then log off. True. And because I, I already like grinded my ass off too, so I, I don't really. Yeah, you're at a point in time with your gear where like grinding isn't as essential. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not super into Debareka, that idea, and I'm not super into uh, Tet Fallen God either. So I'm more just waiting for the winter region before I go harder. But um, 
Yeah, I don't know. And I've, I've always said too, like even at any gear level, man, if you log in, like honestly, persistence is way more important than going 50, you know, 10 hours a day at grinding and yeah. burning yourself out. Like if you just do an hour every day and log in for events, you you progress, you just progress. Um. Anyway, on that note, should we get to the comments? Rez, you still here? <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. How's your back holding I, up? My, uh, my point of view is so skewed, I feel like I couldn't really contribute much to what you guys are talking about. What do you mean? Why is it skewed? I just want to PvP. <laughs> so do I. Like, that's, I don't, like, I don't, all this talk about, like, I don't know, just everything. I, like, I just want to PvP and be rewarded for it. It's really the only thing I'm interested in, and that's what makes it very frustrating for me. Um, yeah, but yeah, we can, uh, we can do the comments. Um, uh, I'll let you guys get to those, but I gotta, I gotta go, so. All right, man. Yeah, appreciate thanks you, for man. dropping by, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. But we love the system. We hope, uh. You know, if you pass it on to the GMs and whatnot to send to the devs, hopefully they consider something like that. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah, probably drop it in. Talk to your insider contacts and be like, hey, how about something along these lines? Make a make a Reddit post on it too, maybe. Well, I know you get a yeah, lot of trolls, I, but that I gets a lot I of activity. Am, I am gonna I'm gonna do a Reddit post about it because I know that it's not a perfect system, so I want the yeah. feedback if anything, and then that yeah. way there I can have a more robust, you know bunch of Set eyes of on opinions, it so over there i can yeah. then yeah then i can send it to the devs but cool. yeah see you guys later peace appreciate you brother all right let me let me kill uh two more crocodilians and then uh i'll pull up the comments you want me to do them right yes please crocodilians what are crocodilians <laughs> Yeah, I'm in the uh I'm in the like sand like uh technological place continent now. I forget what this place is called. Pretty sure Frosty skipped right over it in his uh story review. No, I, I, I covered it when I did the recap, didn't I? Did you? I don't know, maybe you did. I said something about crocodilians uh, and well, crocodilians. Uh, uh one forty one all right, so oh, you're in the the um, the mech region. Yeah, 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 mech desert region. That is the longest quest zone of all. It of is things. a pretty long one. I'm not gonna lie, is but it really? it's pretty cool. Yeah, I've been enjoying I mean, if it. You're, if you're level fifty, you're probably. I mean, how? I don't know. It, that's a good like three hour quest zone or more, maybe. Yeah. Depending on how you quest, about, yeah. it's long. Fair enough. I got I got interrupted a lot with family stuff during that particular quest line, but um yeah, it's it's roughly about that. Alright. Here we go. We got uh Weabos saying first or am I late? Uh no, appear to be first, unless somebody deleted their comment. Uh Aqua Ninja says if they if they can the arenas, they will kill what little faith Oh, if they can the arenas, like yeah. if they get rid of the arenas, they will kill what little faith people have in the game. Player base already had all eyes on them with the class reworks messing up the second thing on their attempted redemption arc because things pretty sh uh, cut things pretty short. Uh, edit. Oh God, the lost art questing is awful. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, I saw just last night he hit uh, 600, so he's on his way to tier two. Nice, nice, nice. Hey, who was Case, it? Uh, Aqua Ninja. Oh, uh, gotcha. 
Kay says that Rizlar 1v2 was sick. It I've only was, gotten better. Dude. It, it was. was. I've only gotten... Dude, I'm actually pretty good at PvPing, though. I'm not going to lie. I, I character? actually feel pretty confident. A Zerker. Okay. I've been I've been leveling a Zerker on East with my uh with my guild. That's what I've been putting all my focus on. So pretty good at it. Pretty good at it. And Zerker, I feel good about Zerker because it's 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 re it's really strong. It's strong enough to where I can handle most things pretty well. But it's not so like overly busted like Deathblade where I feel bad about playing it. So well, you showed that class is busted. It's really not though, dude. You look Boss at Zerker compared to Deathblade, dude. Deathblade is the most like brainlit, like OP class I've ever seen in I think any game ever. Honestly, <laughs> it's such a free class. Nah, Paladin. Paladin's worse. No, nah, dude. Deathblade, dude. Deathblade. Paladin is... can be more impactful on a team, but yes, it's like in a one v one. Deathblade isolating. Oh, you, what you it can talking do. about specifically one v one? Well, I, I'm talking more just 3v3 in general. I, I still think, like, the Paladin also still requires your teammates to not be trash. Yeah. I, I think in a 1v1, it's not even close. Deathblade is way fucking better. I think in a 3v3, eh, they're, they're, they're on a fairly similar playing field, I would say. But Yeah, I, I don't think Paladin's not good in 1v1 for people, uh, for the record. I, I do think it is good, but Deathblade is a whole nother... The thing is with Deathblade that is so special about it is after it lands that initial catch, it's mm -hmm. like not... You have to hard CC it. But if you have a melee ranged hard CC, you get CC'd trying to hard CC it, and you have <laughs> no. to use a ranged hard CC. <laughs> it's like the only fucking way. The only Once they're finally CC-able is when they use Moonlight Sonic, which is the very, very end of the combo, when the person that they're comboing has already been fucked anyway. Yeah, like 50% HP. <laughs> yeah, it, it's... That class is such like a free win. It's it's it, crazy. It feels like actual Sukuno is put in a game where no one has protection. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it feels to me, dude. It's crazy. That's so you admit Sukuno is actually OP as fuck, right? Well, imagine <laughs> Kuno compared to like just remove all the protection from every other class in the game, but Kuno stays the exact same. Yeah. That's how imagine imagine feels. you have yeah, you have Kuno today versus launch like everyone else, like how everyone was at launch. Like that's basically <laughs> that's basically it. It's kind of it's a lot of stupid. It's kind of a lot of busted classes. I mean, there's a lot of strong. The, a lot of the classes are really strong. It's just some of them stand yeah. out. Lately, I'm starting to realize like War Dancer is pretty nuts. But we'll yeah. get into that later. Well, there's, there's, there's actually, I, I've been noticing there's actually pretty decent counters in this game. Yeah. Um, so like, Sork, uh, Sork and like Bard counter like Berserker pretty well. I've noticed. Uh, however, both of those classes get like absolutely demolished by like martial arts classes, so like War Dancer, Striker, mm -hmm. uh, Scrapper, things like that, because they have so much movement. Right, my movement is like all very burst with very very long cooldowns, so they can kite me pretty well unless I just manage to dodge all of their shit, which is very annoying. Whereas like a War Dancer or a Scrapper, a Striker, they have so much movement in their kit, the 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 Bard or the Sork just can't get away from them. Yeah. But anyway, I don't know. I've been really enjoying the PvP. I've been enjoying just kind of like learning how all the shit works. And uh, I'm looking forward to boosting a Gunlancer because I think Gunlancer is secretly busted as fuck and nobody realizes it yet. 
I think everyone realizes how busted that class is. <laughs> you think? Because well, nobody's playing it. I think it's a boring archetype for a lot of people. Also, it doesn't have cool animations like a lot of the other classes. Its animations are very basic. Yeah, I don't know. I I I think that class is fucking insane. I fought of the like four gun lancers I fought. I've like two of them have just been absolutely insane, and the other two have no idea what they're doing. Like they were very, like brand new to PvP, mm-hmm. so that tells me that that class is not very complicated to like figure out exactly what you need to do, and it's very very powerful. Yeah, it's, so I'm looking strong. forward to it. Um, where was I? Greg, Greg, Greggy, Greg says regarding EUQ times, I don't get disconnected if I AFK, but I heard you get kicked after 20 minutes on NA. Is this true? If so, yes. then that could be a big reason why we don't have massive queues, or why we have we, massive queues. Sorry, if we, we, have, we do have get kicked queues. after like 20 minutes or so. Yeah, so, so that's Gre- interesting. You don't get kicked well, for being AFK on his, EU. In his follow-up comment to himself, he said, yes, now we do after maintenance. My comment became moot real quick. Ah, he does indeed say that. Yeah. Good catch, good catch, good catch. Uh, Mian says, currently trying out this game, not even 50 yet, already burned out of questing. It's like BDO going in without any knowledge. You just get so lost. Yeah, if you can't stomach the questing, it's going to be rough. The beginning questing, like, you go for what feels like forever yeah um, i mean the questing there there's you don't really get lost i don't understand how you get lost like you're you well no the, just follow the main quest line and that's it you're fine i think you he just means going I, and i think that was a separate thought not related oh. to the questing itself and he's saying he's getting burnt out on questing and like bdo you without any knowledge it's just like an overwhelming amount of stuff oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i can see that mm-hmm. yeah that that part i can see there yeah. is quite a bit to do and if not sure where you need to focus your efforts. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Blood Wolf says, so how much questing is there compared to BDO? Also, will this game be fine solo? I'm region locked, so I'm only asking in case I get to play one day. Regarding quests, yeah, the Witcher 3 best game ever. Dislike quests, this is the only single player game I would do quests for the story. Start slow, but once you get to the Bloody Baron story, it gets so good. The music graphics story flows very well. Uh, wait, flows well perfectly. Mine says many... read more after that, but it doesn't actually show anything. Is that what yours is doing? No, mine that's doesn't say read more. I think if you reload YouTube, it'll... Okay. It. Um, uh, that's weird. I'd say there's about as many quests in this game as there is circles in BDO. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. to answer his question about will you be fine solo, for the most part, the only thing that require, like, at forcefully requires you to have a group is the Abyssal Dungeons which are pretty worth doing just because they give you like better accessories and stuff. So and you, also your legendary gear on the tier 2 and tier 1. Yeah, but you don't have to worry you don't need the abyssal stuff until like tier 3, but down the road it's going to hinder your progression a little bit if you're not doing it. Like it, you're literally just getting worse gear. The thing is with the abyssal accessories and maybe it's different in tier 3 um is they give you uh, the engraving stats that are like really, really geared towards your class versus just completely RNG. So at, at least the gold accessories do at the highest level in each tier. Yeah. But yeah, I, you can play mostly solo if you want. You don't necessarily have to play with people. 
Yeah, I mean, I've been playing solo basically. I've been I've been hanging out in Discord with like my guildmates, but I haven't actually been doing anything with them because they're all pretty far ahead of me. I'm I'm really far behind. Um, other than PvP, I've been doing arenas with them. That's it. <laughs> uh, Blarick says, uh, Ella, Lost Ark main quest line starts off slow, feels like forever. Once you get to 50, game opens up, but you get overwhelmed quick. Same way any new player gets overwhelmed to BDO. Take your time, focus on one thing, find a good guide, and follow it. Game is pretty good. Yeah. You know what's funny is when you're trying to progress and you get near that last... 10 gear score from like 590 to 600 or from like 1090 to 1100 you're like actually relieved you get to go just do a quest line that's going to give you materials yeah. it's so funny how it fucks with <laughs> I'm you it's just like, like at the beginning stages of feeling it dude, a little bit you're just sitting there like the first at first you're like dude i hate quests i don't want to go to all these islands and do these quests and then when you run out of your materials you're like god i just wish i had some islands left man please <laughs> Give me Actually, I, I found one island that I haven't done yet. And that was that distorted island I asked you about earlier. So I'm like, ooh, yeah. some extra materials I didn't know I needed. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. JJ Carver says, legit, haven't seen you guys this excited in a while. LOL, this game's PvP seems so dope with friends. It is. Yeah, have either of you made a character on the other server yet so we could do 3v3s together? I, I still not. need to do that. I have not. I need to do it. You're too. both disappointments uh, to your family. You later on, which one we need to do that on? There's some tournament that might be going on next week. There's a three v three. Yeah. Yeah, and if that ends up a going tournament. on, it's happening in East, and uh, I'll be making a character for that. But oh, dude, we could do a tournament together. That'd be fun. Well, I already have a team, but yeah. Sag. <laughs> yeah. Already Wait, when's the sign up how, how, how is there going to be a 3v3 tournament and your first thought isn't, oh yeah, we could do that for the podcast for content. Well, Come on, man. I didn't know that you were still playing, uh, to be completely honest. Dude, that's all I do is 3v3s. That's why I've just been questing this whole time because I'm just desperately trying to get to 50 and, and catch up with people. I'm so far behind. Uh... Where am I? Original HD says, Fun for me, started doing Guardian Dungeons and Abyss Dungeons, which were very challenging. Also looking forward to the new content that will be getting in a month or so called Argos. Also looking forward are also looking for GVG and RVR content. And yes, ranked arenas. Yeah, where are my ranked arenas, man? Yeah, where are the ranked arenas, man? It really bothers me that and like the like oh, fuck man. It bothers the shit out of me that it stops at tier one. <laughs> Why does it start like if you're gonna have a level system, at least have it like go pretty far if you're not gonna give us ranked arenas. Yeah, or make it take a while to get there. It's, yeah. Uh, you hit tier one in like a day, like two days maybe, and then it's like that's it. Everyone's on the same playing field now. It's like, no, you're not. I can Kinda already tell it. similar to League because you know you, you have to random queue for the ranked arenas. I am going to right. get so tilted, dude. <laughs> I, I get I forgot, dude. I get competitive in that shit. Like I get fucking mad at my team. It's oh, yeah. bad. Wait, I, I'm you, a I you random queue? Yeah, so you have to random for three V three ranking, yes, you have to random queue. You don't you can't queue up with your group. You don't have like a set also, team. I, I have another thing, actually. I, I meant to ask about this, and I, I just completely forgot. I meant to ask this uh, last time we did the show. Why is there no just straight-up 1v1 queue? That's so strange. For just to, to 1v1? Yeah, I don't I don't know. We yeah. also don't have a... Uh, 
like Ford perspective is pointing out in chat, you can create a one v one custom arena, and right now for hours you can only create a six v six custom, which is annoying. If I want to like test stuff out, what? Yeah, so hopefully we that's get that. That's so weird. Yeah, that's so strange. It's it's so weird if you want to do a 1v1, the only way to do it is by the the team deathmatch elimination thing. Yeah. That's so strange. In its own right, I, mean, though, I, guess... I, I do love that team deathmatch elimination. Oh, I do fun. too. I, I've been doing that a lot more than the other two queues, but it's just strange that I can't just do 1v1s. You mm -hmm. know, it's weird. I like um, exactly. Have you done the free for all yet? The free for all is wild. I I have not. I've not done the free for all. Dude, is it fun? It's crazy. Um, I haven't done that either. I you know I think that you can have fun with it. Um, it's not. I wouldn't take it too seriously though. It's basically whoever steals the most kills wins because all it counts is kills and it doesn't. It, it's it, it's who gets last hit. So I My accidentally class is perfect for that. I accidentally queued up for it, and basically I just spent the whole time running around the edge of the arena waiting for somebody to get to 10% HP, and then I just throw damage. So, yeah, right. I don't know. It's uh, it's okay, though. Lossal says they talked about uh, adding more PvP options like 1v1. There's also a GVG at Open World Island. Sounds like MMO players are bad at FPS. LOL, am good at both. Get good kids. I hope they do add more avenues for PvP. I yeah. think that, I think that uh, they're realizing that a lot of people enjoy PvP in their game, and they're adding more. They did say that they it. were gonna do some stuff to. Yeah, that's what I'm people. saying. They they've acknowledged this that they're like, we didn't originally want to do PvP, but people seem to be enjoying what little bit there is, so we're gonna try and do more stuff, and that's yeah. that's good to hear. Moist Meatloaf says, after Frosty's Anthem arc, no one should tell him about Warframe space ninjas with jetpacks. As for Lost Ark, it feels like it is one thing away from possibly being my main game. Wazda movement, parentheses, I can't keep track of my mouse, feels unintuitive to me coming from years of BDO and Dark Souls games, feels clunky. This would also highly depend on the implementation of it, as I don't imagine it would be hard to make badly. Yeah, I, um, Moist Meatloaf, Warframe ain't it, man, I'm sorry. I, I actually, it, it's funny. <laughs> Have you funny. played Warframe? I have for a split second, and it's funny that Moist Meat Love says, uh, or happens to mention Warframe just because of my rant earlier today. It's like the odds. It's just a funny coincidence. But yeah, basically, um, I, the thing that I liked about Anthem is the flight and the mobility and the open world, like, explore aspect of it. And Warframe just is not like that at all. It's so... Mm -hmm much worse feeling even though the game warframe is better than anthem it's just that part of it i think anthem is that it's not even close to me anyway yeah uh coco coco tasso says i miss seeing you guys in the bdo twitch category my frosty's there right now yeah there you, you don't miss i i mean the last uh my last three streams i i did about four hours of bdo before playing Switching lost, lost Ark. Ark. yeah so you don't have to miss us. Join, right. join up. We're in there. We're in there still. Ambient says, gotta love how hyped Frosty gets when they go PvP. <laughs> Dude, that shit was sick. It Frosty, was have funny. you done more PvP since then? I have done a lot of PvP, yes. Are you still as hype? Are you still just as hype? Yeah, it's fun. Although I don't like <laughs> it as much. I actually don't enjoy Paladin as much in PvP, which is funny because I really like Paladin in PvE. 
But I don't know why. It's just like doesn't feel like my style. I, I much more enjoy the Shadow Hunter, and I wish we had um God, I wish we had the Reaper. Yeah. What yeah, uh what, what really class What class are you gonna make on East? Uh Shadow Hunter. You're gonna make a Shadow Hunter? Yeah, so it's gonna be me, Sammy, and this guy Jeff. And uh Sammy's mm. gunslinger, Jeff plays Bard, which I think is actually a pretty f toxic comp. Shadow Hunter, mm. Deathblade. Or sorry, Shadow Hunter, Gunslinger, Bard. Um, but we'll see. We're all we're not very good yet, you know. Dude, I fucking hate bards. I, I hate bards so much. I'm <laughs> I'm in this elimination match versus this bard, right? This bard spends the whole match just running away from me. Yep. The whole match just running away from me. And I'm like, well, this is fine because like I am slowly chipping away at them. Like they they have me down at like I don't know like seventy five percent. I have them down to like thirty five percent. There's like thirty seconds left on the timer or whatever. And then they use some skill that just heals them back to a hundred percent. What the fuck, dude, Frosty? I just tapped my weapon to plus fifteen. One tap. Oh my god, you're carried. That's the hardest one. Costs the most to do. So that being done. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, fuck Sorry, Bart, go dude. On. I hate Bart's. Uh, Matthew Swar says, I'm still waiting for the game to start. Haven't unlocked most stuff, but BDO is calling me, though. Can you share that doc for the island here, too? Parentheses, that superior doc. I'm not even sure which doc he's talking about. He's talking about the... I linked it in our chat last time. Um, it, it... Yeah, here. I'll show I'll link it again. God, there's been so many docs since then. Right, I linked it in the group chat. It's been a lot of docs. I linked in the group chat with uh, Miyu and Nayashi. But, so if you want to okay. add that in the next show, there it is. But basically shows okay. where to get the enhancement mats and pirate coins and all sorts of different stuff. Aditya Salakava says, Time to change the title of the videos now, maybe to Crystalline Aura Episode 1. No. Oh, no. KMT Live says, hope y'all continue with the Lost Ark stuff. Hearing other new players' perspectives as a new player myself made this particularly enjoyable. The PvP portion was hilarious. Why was it hilarious? It was very serious. <laughs> so why was Dude, it hilarious? Reza was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, I'm actually just destroying these kids. <laughs> <laughs> Kenichi Sai says, I like that the game has its own Helm's Deep battle in the Festival of Mayhem. That was so cool, and I really, I was really surprised that they took the time and effort to make it look really good. Yeah, that was the Siege. The Siege was dope. Yeah. I like the Siege. I, uh, speaking of the, the, la the KMT guys' comment about the, uh, the PvP portion, I had, a, I had my first AFK teammate. The other mm -hmm. day, and I was like, God damn it, man. It was a gun lancer. He just sat there in the spawn, burning to death. And I I just went into it like, well, whatever. I'm just going to try to be top damage on my team between me and the Soul Fist or whatever that was on my team. And we ended up winning seven to six. Oh, <laughs> oh my in God. In the 2v3. Dude, and the thing that was so funny is they had two death blades, and one of them was so bad, dude. He, he literally was like just walking around not using skills. Like he occasionally would press a button, but he was like mostly just not using skills. It was so funny. Yikes. Oh, man. Jeez. Uh, let's see. Ali Speed says TBH BDO should implement equalized arena system with rankings and seasonal rewards. This is why is holding back BDO with the first step class PvP balancing will become more feasible. I don't. I don't think that's gonna affect 
balancing that much, but they should add that. They should add arenas with gear and equalized arenas as well. That's what people have been asking for for 20 years. Ally Speed also says, dude, if a person can buy a cash up item, then sell it to get in-game currency, then they can use that to buy gear. No matter how inconveniencing or expensive, isn't it isn't important. The fact is gear is bought with real life money and with Rizlar on this, our claims about it taking too long are irrelevant. What's relevant is that it's an option. Well, the problem is it's not irrelevant because the statement that was said is you could just log into BDO and buy end game gear. So that I was just pushing back on that. I agree. It's irrelevant to the, is it pay to win or not, but it's not it. The time it takes to do it is definitely relevant if there's limitations. So it doesn't, whether you agree or not, it's pay to win is completely separate from the amount of time it takes to do it. And that, that's all I was really pushing back on. And yeah, in both games, you can just buy in-game currency and, and buy either buy gear directly or buy materials to enhance your gear. That's all. And that's it. That's the last one. I uh, I linked that. Uh, I replied to Matthew Swartz's comment and linked that doc for you. Um. <clears throat> all right, that's it, right? Do we have anything else we want to talk about? I think, I think that's it. That's it. All right, I have homework for the both of you. Okay. Oof. I hate homework. Both of you need to make a character and get it to the point where you can PvP on the opposing server. So Frosty, our server is Avesta. Both me and Nayashi are on Avesta. And Nayashi, you need to make a character on uh fuck, I hate how complicated that one is. Does, in, what in what Visca. is in Visca. In Visca. Okay. Yes. Can we can we type these in our Discord so yeah. I, I can. I can. I can. I'm gonna I'm gonna type it right now. I have uh, to find out what, what server that tournament is supposed to be happening on. Is that yeah, which yeah, actually that's because uh, I might have to do. I don't want to make two characters on two different EU or East servers. I said I'm, EU. I might participate. Oh my in that god, too, Frosty! If that's oh, the case, I'm so burnt on questing right now, Reslar. Give me a break, Frosty. It takes no time to get to Lutera. It takes no time whatsoever. Let me pay to win a boost. Damn it, it takes like 90 minutes to unlock PVP. I don't even remember Lutera in the quest line. I skipped it in my entire <laughs> synopsis. Maybe this will be a good refresher for you. Then we can ask you the storyline again. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So that's both of your homeworks. And what was my homework? Your you homework, homework is to fucking start. Get get to tier one. Fit, get all the way to Shushire. Get your 302 oh, gear. That's yeah, right, that's right, get, that's right. get your gear and do chaos dungeons and do guardian raids and do some enhancing. So that way you actually know what the hell what the game is about. that you're playing. Yes. <sighs> okay. Because All next right. week, next week I want to have a little conversation. Uh, we can compare and contrast BDO's pay to win and Lost Ark's uh, no pay to win that I've been told for a long time that has zero pay to win. And I, I think you'll have a better idea if you actually do some enhancing. Okay. I got you. I got you. I got you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to to go through. How how many G's am I away from the continent I'm on now to oh, completing? Like actual Shushire? actual G's, like the number of times you're gonna press it. So yeah, you're still yeah, yeah, in yeah, yeah, Stern. Yeah. So you got to do North Vern and you got to do Shushire. Both are shorter than Stern, but they're not short. So 
I would say you have somewhere between 30 and 100,000 GTAPs left. Okay, so wide I'm in, range. I'm in Arthatine. Yes, that's where Stern is. Yeah, yeah. That's Stern. Yeah, okay. that's that, that's Arthatine's the continent. Sorry, Stern is like the major city in there. So you said after Arthatine, I go to Vern, which I see over here on the that, left. That North one, Vern and South yes. Vern. Not South Vern, but just just North Vern. South Vern's actually future okay. content that we don't have yet. Okay, gotcha. And then you go then north Shushire's, to Shushire. Yeah. Now, uh, Arthatine, where you are, is probably, if I were to say, if I were to rate it at a 100 in terms of length, North Vern is probably an 80 and Shushire is like a 70. So they're both significantly shorter, but they're not like short. Okay, regions. okay. Um, but since you're level 50, I feel like it's a little bit more palatable because it, it feels bad when you don't have access to everything. Well, I'm feeling pretty good then about this because I'm already like, I don't know, I think like halfway through. I'd say you're about five hours from being done with all that stuff. Because I'm looking because the way that I the way that I judge how far through a region I am is by looking at the triports on the left side, because it literally just goes in order that you unlock them as you go down this railroad track, basically. And I'm already on the uh, the middle triport area, so I must be yeah. at least like forty percent, like thirty five, forty percent done. Probably yeah. closer to fifty with this region. So that's not yeah. bad at all. He hasn't got to the sneak mission yet, no. No, oh, he's gonna love that. I, I want to ask you, someone. Mission. Someone just asked me in chat, but I'm kind of curious, you guys too, before right before we leave. Um, your class, you're you're maining Zerker when you're questing, right, Rez? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing Zerker right now on Avesta. Yeah. Are you still feeling it? Do you like it? Uh, you know, I am. I really wasn't at first. Like, when I tested it in the testing thing for the class creation, I really wasn't. But then it felt weird having my name not on a Berserker. So I just made one just because I felt I needed to. And I've been really enjoying it, actually. Yeah. Wait till you get to Mayhem. You get 100% uptime on Mayhem is crazy. Isn't that the one where you're permanently in Dwelling. rage mode, but yep. you have 25% HP? Yep. Yeah, I'm looking yeah, forward you, to that. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna be actually a monster. Yeah, that looks fun as fuck. I'm really excited for that. And then, so you're playing Shadowhunter. Are you still happy with it? Oh, I'm having a blast. I went Demon Impulse, mm -hmm. and I got my uh, my Impulse uh, engraving to level three now, and I am just wrecking through mobs. I do so much fucking damage; it's insane. And I have really good uptime on the the Demon form because of my specialization um attribute value as well as i got uh wealth runes set up on my three primary uh gauge generation skills so, damn dude yeah what i have color the ideal i have the ideal setup for as ideal as you can for a tier two yeah um obviously at tier three everything gets exponentially better what color are your wealth runes uh i have an epic a blue whatever that is and then yeah. a green okay so i have the best ones i can get at the moment i uh i've still been playing paladin and i do absolutely love playing paladin pve i i why i can't even like i don't know it has really cool animations i like the way it feels in pve and i also i kind of like the way it supports while still just constantly attacking yeah, like I'm used to in other games where it's like your support class is kind of barely doing any attacking, and a lot of times doing zero attacking. And in this game, you're constantly attacking uh, the whole time, and you're just like occasionally shielding in between, 
or it's like oddly satisfying. We have this one skill where it like puts a giant circle around you, gives you a shield, and then uh, a bunch of damage reduction. But uh, when you're against like the the scorpion guardian raid, as an example, and it electrocutes your teammate, and you know it's gonna hit them a second time with the tail, and then like do one more. Like if you get if they get hit three times, they end up dying. But getting off that shield like just in time to save them is actually super satisfying. Yeah, like exactly, Leary. Like BDO Witch Wizard, you still do damage. Although you don't do it's less damage than that. It's really not though. It's less damage than than that on Paladin, but <laughs> it's uh in PvP it's a lot, but in PvE it's not. You're doing significantly less damage than the DPS people. But you're in still PvP, like constantly you guys attacking. Legit have a, you guys legit have a delete button. Yeah, our, our pretty insane. Our holy sword hits. That shit smacks in PvP. Anyway, that's all. All right, Rez, you want to close this out? Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks, everybody, so much for uh, listening slash uh, watching, I suppose. Thanks for Choice for the, the surprise drop-in and kind of be able to hang out with him for a bit. It's always good to kind of get his thoughts on, on things. Mm -hmm. Oh, I spelled Invisca wrong. Yeah, it's that's an embarrassing. E. It's all right. I, I was going to be looking that. for that forever. <laughs> He's like, fuck, the server's not on here. Yeah, he wouldn't have been able to figure it out. <laughs> uh, I guess we will, uh, if you want to check out Choice, I'm going to link him in the uh, description uh, since he was nice enough to drop by and, and talk to us about uh, stuff for a while. Um, you can also find links to all of our Twitches uh, in the description. Um, Twitch.tv slash SoFrosty uh, for Frosty stream, streaming almost every day. A little bit of video, a little bit of Lost Ark lately. Uh, Twitch.tv slash NotResLar for myself and Twitch.tv slash Nayashi underscore NA for Nayashi. Uh, thank you again to the patrons and all the Twitch subscribers, and we'll see you all next week. Bye.